You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 74. Back to the keep of Thunderstrike. It's, uh, it's a you know a modest keep that is here in Baldur's Gate, being a, being a recognized you know sort of almost mobile nation. You have you could call them embassies in uh, in various major cities throughout the world. And Baldur's Gate is the one that has the largest, and it is uh, you know it is a keep with plenty of areas that you can go that are already magically enchanted to protect from scrying and such that you can uh, activate. So heading there with Victor Blackwood, who had just downed a whole lot of ale. Significant ale. After the fight? But he is surprisingly not stumbling on his way there. Say again? And before the fight. And before. He drank before and after. Really wanted to keep doing that for like half an hour. What's the keep of Thunderstrike look like? <clears throat> it has ramparts and banners that are white with gold trim. Pretty banners. <clears throat> You've been thinking the about symbol this. of Thunderstrike emblazoned like on the banners, whatever there that is, symbol is. There is a huge more. stone fireplace as well, but it's not actually real fire. It's just for the ambiance. Yeah, but it's huge. On the banners, there's also a golden knot. I haven't decided which knot it is. Whoever knows knots can contribute. But uh, the knot is, is become a symbol. <laughs> the, the, the knot has become a symbol of the Knights of Thunderstrike, which is an acronym for knot. So that has become a, a easy way to refer to the Knights of Thunderstrike and is a symbol of their order. That's cool. It could even be a five, like... So you guys have decided what knot it is. Well, oh, I will knot. find one this week. Lincoln, you're in charge. Should I let you... Appropriately flag-worthy. That'll be cool. Excellent. Six. It'll be six, not five. Six? The quorum of Thunderstrike is six. Uh, is... Yeah. Plus Hazen. Yeah. Oh, is Brandis Hazen. still around? Shit. <laughs> 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 who? <laughs> Brandis who? Um, it might be good to... Well played. <laughs> Making your way to one of your private meeting rooms here in the Keep of Thunderstrike. Uh, Victor strides in and sits down. He says, So, let's talk. <coughs> You're seated in talking. I don't think anyone has an objection with that. No. Just, what do you want to know? Uh, I think we'd like to know how much you know about... I guess, this impending cataclysm that's supposed to occur. Not much, sadly. Yeah. But I'm constantly looking to learn more. The truth is, I get these, uh, you could call them visions of what is, uh, I guess by your account, what is to come. I've never been quite certain that it is a true 
prophecy or what have you, but every night when I sleep, I see things. I see what the Church of All Things called the Omens, uh, what, what you all are investigating. And the reason I decided to take up arms with you is you had mentioned something about four months ago. You did mention something four months ago. Which, as a refresher, is when you, the event uh, in the Planar Observatory happened, caused you to right. shift between the light world and the dark world. And uh, he continues. And then, well, Damon says, uh, and you, you've been traveling. How many of these omens have you confirmed? You've seen, we saw a lot. I've traveled around to several dozen of these. I plan on traveling around to many more now that I have their, um, what were they called? Scroll. The, now that I made a copy, yeah. an illegal copy of their scroll of all the ones that the, uh, at the church at the end of all things has found. Because they certainly have recorded a few that I had not seen yet. So I don't know what end I visit these places, but I just feel like these things that I see, they're important in some way. I know that someone is trying to communicate with me. It's, it's a warning. I just know it, but I can't... I'm just hoping that if I go to enough of them, I'll figure out what the hell's going on. Damon brings out a map and says, why don't we mark them on the map? See if that uh, reveals anything. He says, says, oh yeah. And he just takes out... Uh, um, some markers. Yeah, takes he out... He takes them out? No, he takes out a, uh, a quill. Uh, no, no, he doesn't. He uh, <laughs> A quill just comes out of his coat floating above the map as it just quickly it quickly marks X's. Just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He clearly has a very good idea of exactly where these places are because he marks them in nearly an instant. Uh, about two dozen locations that he's seen. And as you look at it, there's no immediate pattern or anything. It's a um, It's just sort of kind of all over the place. It says, yeah, I've been marking it down on a map. I haven't seen any pattern either as he... Uh, is he marking them in chronological order? Yeah, we'll number them if you want. That he's been to. Because no. I don't know exactly when each of these has started, but I can tell you when I got each of my visions for them. But we do set- you get the visions before them, or after, or after, or during? Never been to a location where it hasn't occurred yet. Always seems to be things that have already happened. <laughs> oh, but you've got Thunderstrike now. <laughs> We're waking him up in the middle of the night tonight and going there. Oh. So four months ago, so four months ago is when the vision started to change. It used to be once a week, once a month. Sometimes I could go without seeing them, but ever since that day four months ago, every single night, says drinking heavily is all I can do to uh, ease the pain of these coming through. It's not exactly pleasant to get these things. It sounds. Severe. Yes, it is. Mm. Uh, Hence why I'm uh, fairly eager to figure out what's going on. He just kind of sits back. He's going to digest this a little bit. This is pretty wild. What all is uh, being put on the table in his in his esteem. What what did the church say? Uh, when you told them about this. Or did you tell them about it, that you were having visions as well? says, I didn't tell them the truth. You, uh, you lot are of the first I've ever told. Sometimes I tell it to the ladies to impress them, but they don't take me seriously. 
I can see that working. I have visions of a dark future. Just precisely. Mysterious. You see a wide grin across his face. Just look at Hugh briefly. Interesting. Says, I keep a journal of what I can remember from each of my visions, but I wake up and you know what dreaming is like. It is no different than that. I it fades so quickly that I can't uh, I can't remember all the details. Hmm. Can I, I said, what do you feel like log? when you wake up? Is it scared? Are you anxious? Are you the worst lost? goddamn headache you've ever felt in your entire life? Every morning, headache, pain. You sure that's not from all the drinking you did the night before? I can hold my liquor quarter pint. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those. <laughs> so he said, but so damn said, so just pain then? Oh, I get it now. <laughs> it ain't much different than uh you ever Ren is completely distracted, apparently. Aurora. Um, he takes offense Ren and Aurora quickly. are just laughing at the end of the table for some unknown They're reason. Giggly. And he says, speaking of which, you got a bar around here? Uh, we, we can do better drinks? than that. Uh, Hugh, um... In the cellars. Kegs. Hugh goes out to the hallway, uh, fetches someone and says, uh, bring us up a cask of something decent. Suzelle, if you've got it, we better have it. Suzelle, if we have it. We better have it. Yes, my lord, of course. He scurries off. Don't even know who that guy was, but he clearly uh, knew who you were. And That's how it's supposed to work. Frank or John? It says, the headache is not not unlike... Uh, you ever been in combat with the Scion? <laughs> Damn, it says... With or against? <laughs> I got my brain eaten by a mind flare. He says... I've got to know what that's like. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. He's like, someday, would you allow me to read that memory from your mind? David Shrugs like, says, I would be most interested. David Shrugs says, I've been eating my worst. Wait, does <laughs> does Daemon remember that? <laughs> yeah. The startling clarity. I mean, I not all of it. <laughs> Just but up like until most. a certain point. Huh. Um, um, ah. I mean, I the body and the soul and the mind, they kind of... Venn diagram. <laughs> Things are information is put in many places. Um, and then uh, yeah, so Damon says, yeah, that's terrible. We you sound like you need some help. Yeah, just gotta figure out what this is and figure out who's trying to warn me and what I can do about it. I don't even know what I would do about it, but Damon asked me. He says, you said you haven't told many people. Who are your allies? He said you seem like. Quite the loner from uh, your description of yourself. Family, friends? Most people walking can't, in the world? What? Most people can't keep up with me. Uh, I mean, looking at, judging by like the amount of ale he's consumed, Damon uh, notices and says, I guess that would depend on where you spend most of your time. He or says, the only company I keep is the whores in every port. <clears throat> uh, could be worse. <laughs> could be worse. <laughs> he says, says you. Indeed. <laughs> He says, well, uh, 
He says, your, your, your powers, they must come from somewhere. No training, no anything. He says, you're, you're a man with no history. And that does very little to ease my mind about your, your trustworthiness. I've trained myself in my unique abilities since as long as I can remember. I was born with this gift, and I'm not one to squander an opportunity. He says, uh, very well. Uh, he says, uh, Mammoth says, it is, uh, it is your choice to tell us more or less about your past. He says, you let me join you, eventually I'll fill you in. Are, just out of curiosity, are Stoyla and or Frida here? No, they're both on the Thunderstrike. Okay. Nor is I... Brandis, but Hasten is. He's sitting and listening. At the very least, Quite I'm all for taking him with us. He clearly has information which is related to this somehow. It's not clear yet exactly, but <coughs> these visions of these events uh, definitely linked to what we're doing. So, I'm for you coming with us. Seems like Having the only someone way who forward. has visions of exactly what we're interested in? Yes, please. Sound, I mean, it sounds like we're, you'll be moving to investigate these spots. Right? From what I understand... That's my next course of action, but you got uh, you got any better ideas? You got any more information? I think uh, you could fill me in. Everyone kind of scratches his head, not 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 knowing if that's true or not, <laughs> and he says it may be us following you, <laughs> uh, but it seems like our paths are pointed in the same direction. He says all I've been doing so far is heading to the locations. He says every time I go, it's like a sense of. Deja vu, you know what I mean? I I know that I've seen the places before and that I've seen the events and and it it's my dreams, it's it's the visions. I definitely have seen these places. Oftentimes I'll see details and I'll remember that I dreamt about them, but still most of the details are not there. I know there is so much more to be unlocked if I could just figure out a way. Hmm. Ren really wants to consult Stoila. Because she's quite crafty with this kind of stuff, and maybe she has some way to put a helmet on him and it records his dreams or something like that. <clears throat> or maybe even Heptos. He's the only other... We haven't spoken to Heptos in Heptos a while. is long gone. Yeah. Well, I could find him. Or someone else who dead. was a... I realize... Oh, that's right, he didn't die. <laughs> no offense, but you seem to be rather uh, self-trained. Maybe there's someone who uh, knows more about how your powers work than you do might be able to give you a clue as to how to maybe trace who's ever trying to give you messages well it's interesting that you bring that up quarter pint I've been working on something myself over the past few months ever since the uh, ever since the vision started getting a lot more intense some way to record what I've been uh, what I've been seeing it says but do tell he says but I haven't been able to get it to the point where it can, with, where it won't work without the assistance of others. Uh, would you mind if I took a look at it? Uh, he, out of his pack, just opens up, and several papers just uh, pour over, as you see. Uh, many arcane sigils, but also ones that uh, Ren aren't, aren't as familiar with, and he recognizes it as a sort of um, a language, or a, a, you could call it, you know, like a like a, a number system, you know, like like Sequence? math is a sort of language yeah. in and of itself, but it is a sort of language that he uh, that he saw Heptos deal with many times before. That is, 
that has to do with uh, psionic powers, which is somewhat related to the arcane, but also uh, yeah. but also a little bit foreign to uh, Ren, but definitely deals a lot with inside the minds and uh, and mental magic. Ren says, <clears throat> we've got quite a few powerful allies that travel with us, and I think that we may be able to help you make some progress on your invention here. Well, if you got... Uh, he says, at this point, I'm almost at the end of my rope, so I wake up every morning, man. And just then... The uh, this cask comes in with uh, with the premium Suzale that Aurora had uh, specifically requested. As they bring it in, they plop it down, Actually, and they it's, uh, it's the Aurora cask. They made one in uh, honor of her. Over her. the past ten years, over she's been a frequent patronage. It's the what they patron. call it when it's um, a specific. Oh, that edition or something? Yeah, it's like the Aurora edition, and it's got like a. You know, highly stylized, yeah, something like that. Um, kind of like sideways profile of her, like like burned it's into the, the reserve cast. cast. It's like the Aurora reserve. reserve, yeah. And so she's. I could see her sending uh, some extra gold from the treasury from Orvieltar every once in a while to make sure that this year's reserve, some, yes, was <laughs> thoroughly abundant. Oh yes, oh yes, she she gets it out there. It's important. It's a little bit of gold dust in everything one. And uh, they bring it in, and what do you do to a cask? You you There's tap it. They 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 tap the, the three guys that were Very carrying good. it in because it is a big uh, it is a big cask. As they put it down on your table, everyone stops talking, you know, because there's some just Almost other ritual. guys. And they come in, they uh, they tap it, you know, get it started for you, and then bring out the. Uh, Ben's gotta like enchant the mugs to be super cold. The finest, the finest uh, of their idea. Yeah. They're pure silver. Uh, they're pure silver mugs. Pewter um, inside them, though. Pewter inside them Keep to it. protect for the taste. Yes. Well, I don't know how silver works. <laughs> and um, it transfers the. Don't they bring worry. it down. Aurora's got it all covered. And then they quickly and uh, flee. Uh, flee from the room. <laughs> many of them seem very intimidated by you all being here. I mean, this is starstruck. like most, they're more. They're more. It, it's, it's kind of starstruck. I mean, you are who they serve, but it's uh, it's like all, five of you all. Corporate just showed up in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like corporate is here. They were not ready. You got five of the six most important people of this thing, uh, and you know they're all here talking to some dude, and you know. They don't want to accidentally overhear anything until they get out. <laughs> the jobs are at stake. I mean, a lot of like stories have been told about the quorum of heroes of Thunderstrike, and uh, many of them not true. Many of them, uh, most of ma- them involving Brandis. Many of them come spread up, by Brandis. Many of them spread by Brandis. Many of them painting you in lights that are accurate and inaccurate. Um, Positive and negative. Depending on what you choose to believe, you could be a very frightening bunch. And Ren so they leave. To, Ren likes to exploit this from time to time and bring up certain, time time. certain exploits that they never did, but he's caught wind of. Like, did you hear about the time that I set fire to the child playing with the kitten inappropriately? Because I'll do it to you right now. <laughs> How does one play with a kitten inappropriately? Slaves in that one cave. It must have been that story that yeah. got tweaked a little. You're in the way. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Trifling <laughs> innocence be gone. <laughs> Though when he retells the stories, it was Hugh that took first shot at the paladins. 
<laughs> of course it was. Of course. That's, why, that's why he was the second most hated and feared of the crew. <laughs> because, of his, because of all the malicious lies, lies told by his back. <laughs> he was just completely uh, reasonable. All six of the mugs begin levitating and filling up one after another from Hasten. the... Seven. There's seven. Yeah. There's Hasten's Brandis here as well. Is here. Yeah, but Brandis is not. But Hasten is. So five. Seven. I can't six. count. So six, right? One, two, three, you don't four. Need to count. Damon you has two. Damon, Hugh, Aurora, Ren, Hasten, and your new friend, Victor Black. Excellent. And Ren wants to figure out some way that he can make this happen without psionic powers. He's watching this guy going like, sweet Jesus, this is amazing. I have got to come up with a way that I can do this more efficiently. And you've seen many these, scions these over the tools. years, but this guy... Unlike anyone else you've seen before, the amount of uh, it doesn't Natural even look talent. like he's he's concentrating at one bit. Like he's not even looking at the glasses as it happens. I mean, but he's amount, aware the, of it the, happening. How effortless it is for him to, for clearly for him to control his powers is. Uh, he's a savant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's clearly a savant. I mean, Heptos was good. Heptos dealt with a lot more um, force, uh, telekinetic stuff than uh, than telepathy. Uh, and this guy seems to be completely uh, amazing at both. I mean, when he projected his voice into your own minds with with a clarity and a he precision a that didn't feel like someone invading your mind, it just felt like someone talking to you, despite yeah. them not being there. It is. Uh, Heptos had an amazing amount of force behind his efforts, but this guy has wicked control. Yeah, Heptos could you know crush things. Uh, this guy is like doing the most delicate actions, which uh, you had not seen but, even Heptos. Well, do he before. can write with a leg. Of Ren paper. asks him. <clears throat> In his mind. Oh, he can do that? Of course he can. He's, He's just ready. thinking. He's experimenting. Well, yeah. Oh. Ren's showing off. Ren just thinks this in his mind, because tactically this would be cool if it works. Asks uh, Blackwood if... Because he can hear me, right? If I'm talking to him in my head. Well, you Only know. one yeah, way to so, find so out. Ren says, so can mind. you hear me if I talk to you in my head? Does he get a response? Out loud, he responds, I can hear you when you... Project your thoughts towards me as you have, but I uh, says I can tell your elf friend here is a little sensitive about it, so I've decided to uh, uh, stay out of your minds unless you are approaching me with it. Ren says, "Okay, that's what I was hoping would happen. And is there a way that you can then take our voices and like be the middleman and?" You know, like, so I can hear you and you can hear me, but is there a way with you here with us that now I can hear what Daoman's thinking as well? All of a sudden, the three of you guys, or uh, the, the four of you besides Ren, hear in your mind Ren's voice clearly in the way that Ren would go, just saying, This is so cool! Oh my gosh! We don't even have to talk to each other anymore! Daoman stands up livid and stabs his dagger into the table up to the hilt. And looks at Blackwood and says, this is what I was talking about. Ren tries to calm him down and says, do you even understand, like, tactically how and says, cool this would be? He says, Shorty here was just asking. I was Damn just showing. says, uh, he says, not me, not ever again. He just bows his head and he says, whatever you say, doodles. Ren. Uh, Damon sits back down and uh, gives, him, gives him a pretty clear look, like, I mean, he's been putting out a vibe and... He's not here to be messed with on this particular kind of point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, 
That's usually Damon's vibe. Not right now. Damon's in an intense spot. <laughs> he really, he really doesn't like the the invasiveness of the psionic magic, especially given past experiences. And you know, in his gross nature, gives it gives it to Blackwood straight. And I mean, he's yeah. I mean, Black Blackwood uh, backs off. Damon sits back down, gets back his gets back his cool. But uh, I mean, his his focus. This is not. This is not something that he takes lightly at all. Ren is not going to press the matter because he knows how pissy Damon gets. Oh. But uh, Ren files this little trick away in his mind, knowing that Blackwood can do this for us, for either good or evil. Don't know. I but hope, I hope the I fact that he can do it could be a very handy tactic to hell with what Damon thinks. If the shit's hitting the fan, it might work out really well. Absolutely. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than for permission. That's That's been Renzimo. He looks at Damon and he says, I'll stay out of your mind, but if you want, I can teach you some ways to to prevent access even if I wanted to. Damon looks at him uh, with consideration, which is rare for Damon. (laughs) She doesn't consider. And he says, uh, he says... Let's stick with earning my trust. Or earning our trust. Like, Damon, Damon's concerns are genuinely for the group, not just himself. But, of course, if Ren wants something and Damon doesn't, he's going to be like, stay out of my head. The mug floating in front of him just kind of raises up as if to gesture, uh, to gesture understanding as he takes another huge swig, which is to say half of the pint. Or says, now that yeah. is a man who knows how to enjoy Suzanne. I guess, I guess so. It's more of a... Qu- as quickly as possible. That must be why the cask is so big. It's... Yeah. That's like a two-person cake. It's, yeah, it's a one-table it's a, it's a one experience. Two human, one, one dwarf. <clears throat> so... Really depends on who you are. Well... Uh, then, uh, well, that being said... I'd, I'd like to see your, your journal and see if maybe examining it could... Mm-hmm. Enlighten some mystery of it. Maybe, yeah. Well, it's someone's logs of everything that's happened, and it might be. He says, "I got no reason to distrust you," and he uh, it floats up out of his uh, out of his bag, and then just slams onto the table. Or it says, "You wouldn't mind if I had my people look at it." He says, "Feel free." It's a big book. If you can find any <laughs> patterns in it that I haven't been able to find, I would appreciate it. But I'm telling you, it's pretty scattered. Like I said. I only remember bits and pieces when I wake up. Hmm. Ren says, is now, who was it that you were saying could take a look at? Uh, yeah, take Ren, a look at this ritual I've been working on. Ren's all about checking that out. Then, do we want to do it here or back on Thunderstrike? Well, because we we're either going to have to have our friends come here, or <laughs> he just looks and he says, there. "Not my decision." As he just glances over to uh, Ren's, just talking out loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's either we have to have our friends come here, or we're going there. Uh, well, Stoyla can get, or Frida can get here, no problem. Yeah. I mean, she's portals anyway, so. We're gonna, we're gonna need, I, yeah, I'd bring Stoyla. Let's bring them both. Yeah, we'll bring see them both. Get, we'll see who gets here first. Heptos would be kind of handy, too. Well, he hasn't responded me. to any of our calls. You know, Heptos has just not been in contact in ten years. He's not, he's but not even. Is he findable? I mean, we talked about our ability to find people. Is he, like, off the grid, or is he just not? Why don't we just roll with what we've got, yeah. see what he, happens? He's basically then... off the grid. You've never really um, attempted to <clears> find <throat> him. Uh, I mean, he left, basically, and his business with you was concluded. It was not really ever left open to be like, hey, if you need my help, come and get me. It was actually gotcha. just more like, 
That makes See, sense, given how I mean, he was originally part of a, you know, top Mortal secret, like, order Peace. type thing, and it seems like perhaps what he's gone back to is similar sort of business. He never can go back. <laughs> yeah, they said he can't go back. Yeah, no. Maybe you'd be able to find him. You've never really had cause to. Gotcha. Um, you know, you've got other scions under your employ. Uh, maybe so, not as powerful as Heptos was. Oddly enough, it wouldn't be that strange to find Heptos coming after us the next time. <laughs> Yeah. He was Render. in that business of maintaining the time stream, and that was what the oh, angels man. were coming to kill us. Oh, maybe they're coming it, after Heptus. It would put Red in such a strange predicament because gunning down Heptos wouldn't be all that bad, but at the same time, he is one of their companions. It wouldn't be something that anyone would relish. You, certainly the characters would relish. Anyway, so Ren uh, puts out a call over the speaking stones and. Tells Frida and Stoila to get down here whenever they can because we need their assistance. I'm sure Frida arrives here like super fast. Yeah, Frida says, Frida says, be there in two minutes. And then, two minutes later. It's not uh, not for a while do you hear uh, do you hear a response from Stoila as you hear coughing. <coughs> Alright, I'm coming. In the middle of something, Smokey. What is she up to? She is just always up to something. She is, her face is just always covered in uh, in dirt and you know and soot, magical soot, soot. magical soot, <laughs> residual burns. Yeah, just burns and uh, and cuts from like jagged pieces of, uh, uh, of metal and and all sorts of things she works with. Partially, you know, sentient. Pre- As you know, Brian totally, totally wants to ask her what she was Good. working on, but is trying to. Stay, stay focused on, focus. on business. The Thunder Strikes <laughs> of course, has its own permanent teleportation circle in it, as does all locations of uh, major, locations. major locations that Thunder Strike owns uh, for private use uh, for Thunder Strike business. And so Frida is there in two minutes, perfectly punctual, as she said. She's a wonderful Which is time. pretty damn impressive, because that usually takes ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you know, it's about... 20 minutes before Stoila arrives. So Frida's there talking for uh, for some time before. What's Frida? What was Stoila doing? No, first Frida's here. So Stoila had to take a shower or something. That's she comes awful. on in and uh, and just with a big grin on her face and she says, Alright, what do you need? Um, this is Victor Blackwood. A He's gentleman who's been out. having visions uh, of the events that you first informed us of. She does not look interested at all, and she just comes and sits down and says, All right, well, what do you need my help with? Uh, there's a ritual he was attempting to create. Ren seems to know She just that. reaches over right in front of you guys and just grabs all the papers and just starts looking at them, just ignoring everybody else. And Ren goes over and stands next to her and says, Now, I'm pretty sure I've figured out these runes and symbols right here, but these guys right here, do you, do you recognize these? Have you seen these before? She looks to Ren and says, This is a bit dangerous. What is it? He's... Is this yours? He looks over at Victor and he says, Yes, ma'am. And she says, He's trying to be able to see into the dream world. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. And she's looking through it. It's like, It would work, theoretically... Why? What would be dangerous about this? Dangerous for him, or dangerous for like the world, or 
What's those involved? What's going to happen? I can can see what's going on here, but but these runes, I'm not quite sure if this is like. She's just looking through a concern. She says, "Who's going to go?" And she just looks. You have to go. Looks directly in Ren's eyes. Ren's Ren says, "He didn't tell you how this worked, did he?" No. Ren was visioning more, envisioning more of like a you know. Yes, it's a ritual, and then all of a sudden, boom, and there's like a, a screen that shows what's going on in his head. This is actually something where we have to go venture into his dreams. You got it. But, how, uh... How many... How many wait, how the many mental things? connection required... It would require an exceptionally powerful psionicist to, to even uh, attempt to enter into this person's mind. The amount that he would need to project, but while dreaming, it would require... And says, it's impossible. And just pushes the papers back into the middle of the table. Ren says... The Frida Verruth. Ren says quietly to Frida... I don't know why he says it quietly, because... Because he... Blackroot can totally hear everything they're saying, but he says... Blackroot. You haven't... Wait, what's his name? Blackwood. 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 <laughs> does he correct Ren? Damn you, Will. No, I correct him um, Damn does not correct Ren. Yeah, Ren, Ren re- leans over to Frida and says, You've got to see this guy. It's... It's more impressive than any. Just, no, it's impossible. It's impossible. You can't go. And then she just stands up. It's impossible. I can't go, or it's impossible. Is it because like, it's dangerous? Or it's impossible. Like Frida does not. Daemon can't go. As you know, Frida has not dealt with people much. She <laughs> is not good at hiding. <laughs> She's not good at hiding uh, her true feelings in her face, and uh, it is plain as day to Aurora and pretty much to all of you that. She is just lying through her teeth. And that the truth of the matter here is that she is uh, concerned about the danger and is just saying that it's impossible so that no one will try. Uh, how many people can actually go in at once? It's impossible. <laughs> Rita, if it wasn't impossible... As if it was a different answer. If it wasn't impossible, how many people would in theory be able to go in at once? If Ren stayed here, would it be possible? It's not about how many... Could yeah. go in. It's how many would be necessary. Oh. Yeah. Okay. If a, if a single person entered, it would destroy them. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> Damon's eyes widen a little bit and then go back to normal. <laughs> so uh, the the mental link it would be too unstable. It would require multiple minds working together to enter as one, and then. But it it's too dangerous. And she's just looking at Lincoln, and you see like. No. Are looking at Ren as uh, she's just looking at him as if pleading with her eyes. Damon starts looking up to the corner of the room and goes, Sharn, 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 Sharn. Like how badly the Sharn thing went out. What little like people told him about what that was sounds a lot like what she's talking about now. Does um does Stoyla show up at some point during this conversation? You just see that Victor has just got a huge grin on his face. He's just leaning back drinking more beer. Delicious beer. It's amazing. I mean, he's You're completely welcome. enraptured by the tasty beer. Yeah. You can't drink that much. <laughs> what does anyone else say? <laughs> I mean, how many would be necessary with uh, with Frida? Figuring out what the next move is. Please. Frida, how what, many what, would what's be the date like? When you're saying it's too dangerous, is this because, like, we all of a sudden lose our consciousness and we are now melded with him, like a shard? Or is this, like, we just 
drop or what? What? Victor what's speaks the up. Di- he says, what's "It the ain't danger? like a sharn." And he just gets his he gets his papers. He says, "Look, I've accounted for everything. Over here, I've got protections in. And over here, I got this." And then Frida speaks and back and says, "No, but what if?" And then he just counters, and then they just start getting almost into a shouting match. Ren clearly tries him defending no his own abilities. And Victor is shouting quieter than Frida. Ren tries to quiet Blackwood a little bit because Blackwood couldn't actually get his them. thing working, and Frida's pretty sure she figured out how to do it, or at least it sounds like that. So Blackwood just needs more people. It's all he couldn't do. He just needs additional participants. That's the impression you're getting. Is that it's actually he was being it's a bit done. modest about it, but it's done. It's but just like a two man like he was one guy. He was hesitant to kind of. Suggest what needs to be done. He built a seesaw. It was like, well, now what? (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, that's better than the two-driver car. Thank you. That is a two-man, two-driver car. So, Ren is trying to, in between all of their yelling and stuff, get them to tell him what exactly will happen. I mean, are we going to die? Are we just stuck in his brain now? Like, what? What's the worst? When you're saying it's dangerous, what's the worst that could happen? (laughs) Famous last words there. Frida just kind of sits down, completely flustered. He says, all right, well, if you insist on doing this, then I'm going to be here to help. Who would have it any other way? Fabulous. Your mind will be linked with him. The dangers that are, that are inside his dreams will be dangerous to you. No Ooh. doubt. <laughs> dangerous things. Damon Bam- 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 looks across the table at Blackwood, just pouring him back. Knows nothing about his history, knows nothing about his powers, knows nothing about him at all, and he's like, that seems really risky <laughs> to Frida. And Victor responds and he says, he says, Hey, I agree. I didn't suggest that we do it, I'm just saying it's a possibility. Because we could go check out some of these omens if you want. I designed this thing for when I find someone that's willing to uh, willing to help out. And able. <laughs> Damon says, like you like you were saying earlier. I don't know what kind of training you think I have. Why would, or, or any of us? He looks around. I mean, looks at Ren and Frida. He says, "You know, who who do you need?" He says it would it would require it would require a few of you at least. The more, the safer. He says, but only those with the strongest minds should enter. Hmm. She says, "She says only. She says only the strongest should enter." Now, okay. referring to you know, strength by any strength measure. Of will. Now, is strength. there strength of will? Now, hypothetically, if we were to do this, is it the kind of thing where the strong should enter, but we should also have strong people out here helping to like keep the gateway open, kind of thing? Like, would I be better used out here helping you guys, or does it not? Like, it's a seesaw, three people aren't going to do anything. I think if if this is going to happen, I'll stay here and I'll make sure that I can pull you out. Frida says that. Frida says that. Okay. Like okay. Blackwood, you jump out of the bunny? No. Ren says, okay, well, I don't see anything else. Let's take a gamble. <laughs> This is just like Damon's like worst possible like it's, you know they've, it's gone the worst way it could have gone. Aww. It's gone to hey, this he guy's could, got some pretty, some pretty crafty head. powers. He could be in to, your look what I'm doing to all your brains. To now you get into my brain and maybe get destroyed. So 
Damon, then Stoiler waltzes in. Damon's face is kind of low. His mood is low. And he looks around like he sees where this is going. And Stoiler immediately just looks at uh, looks at Damon and she says, Oh, what's got him so bothered? And then she just sits down and says, Ooh, Suzelle! And she <laughs> drinks. It takes a very few uh, minutes to explain, I'm sure, what's going on to Stoiler. And Stoiler knows all about Damon because it was... It would, these headbands, the kind of really the repressive headbands, were made on on idea of Daemon. I mean, Daemon is has become much more comfortable around arcane magic since the days when he first met Arath, when he was equally paranoid about just the arcane in general. And now that you know that's not much of a problem, but the, the psionic stuff is still a, a point of bother to him, for sure. So she gets she gets it after a short while. Does she just look at the uh, plan and go through? Yeah, that's definitely possible. Let's do it right now. I can make this even better. It's to Stoyla of it. He's well, no, no, no. Basically, we just update her on what's going on here, yeah. and she gets. She knows. Well, she says, "What's he? Why is he so low?" Yeah. She quickly understands why. Oh he's yeah, low. she she understands. Yeah. She sees a connection between the psionic magic and Damon being in a poor mood. Yeah. She says, ah, "This will be no problem." Looking over that to... That means so many things coming said, from Stoyla. Yeah, I know. <laughs> said Stoyla. <laughs> she says, this is a great adventure. Not many people get to go into someone else's mind. That does make him feel a little better. <laughs> she is clearly not worried about this at all, despite Frida sitting over there just like... Stewing. Stewing. Are they not friends, those two? Damn, there's They've not, just met. There are a few deaths which I do not no, I mean, I mean, desire to meet at all. He says, but... Must be done. Let's get it over with. Here, here. Do we want to do it here or back on the ship where we have more resources? <laughs> yeah, man. I would feel more comfortable doing it back on the ship. Damon says, "I agree. Let's do this." I think there's less chance of shady stuff happening, like people storming the keep and stuff like that, when well, we're back on the ship. Well, our bodies. Damon looks at him. He's like, "What's been going on in this region?" And he kind of like. Pulls out his reports that they get like every week and like, looks around. And, and on the top of the report it says, Angels attacked yeah. the tavern and ripped the roof off. Roof off. And Dan was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> that was... Oh, he, he laughs down and he's like, uh, But then look, there's no other instability that he's aware of except for maybe some debris related to the angel. But he says, Yeah, I mean, he's of course a little bit torn between. Still an untrusted Blackwood, but also wants to be the place where he's most comfortable, home. Fine strike. Let's go. Well, you, uh, you don't have to go. I imagine. Or says that she means her, it. She, she yeah, no, she does. To... She does, and he says he he perks up at this, and he says, "Well, who else can we send?" He was kind of getting the impression that like he wants to have you guys back, of course, but he got he was getting the impression that like this is something that he needed to do as well. Like, if you were a loyal member of the quorum, you would go. Hey. <laughs> Frida, Frida just stands up and says, "He's not going unless you're going." Oh. <laughs> Randy does the same sorry. thing. He's like, right, this looks kind of like. Eh. I know exactly. Like you gave him a glimmer of hope. I mean, I wanted to mean it too, but. And then Ren punks Damon, and then Frida goes <laughs> angry housewife on, on into now it's settled. So he goes up and then low again, and then he says. Get a handle on your woman. It's so like Ren's says, married, but without any of the perks. Uh, dude, I think she'd be willing. 
Yeah. He says, <laughs> I don't want to roleplay that, though. <laughs> no need. No need. No need. He says, it will no doubt be a great adventure. And then he says... Yes, an adventure. Think of it that way. Two hours. Okay. Uh, will two says, hours be enough time? Yeah, and he says, yeah, just give me two hours to prepare myself. And then tops up the Suzelle. Yeah, I can... Hugh hasn't said a lot, but... I'm really not looking forward to this. Hugh has had a bad history in the past with, oh, let's all help out with this ritual. <laughs> and Hugh's like, great. Either I'm going to fuck it up or get fucked. Yeah. We're <laughs> all the above. So Ren's like, we're the quorum. Come on. I mean, we just Ren knows that like 99.9% of the time, Damon is right there to shoot from the hip. Like, that's what he does. This is one of those situations where you're pulling him down the slip and slide. Uh, Ren is secretly hoping that this doesn't come back to bite him in the ass. Okay. I, but, Aurora is actively hoping. <laughs> Overtly hoping. Uh, just, Damon, I sure hope this doesn't bite us in the ass. Yeah, so... That would be... How much do we want to flash forward? Do we want to flash forward to entry? Do we want to talk about what people do to prepare for this unusual... Unusual delve. It's trivial to portal over to Thunderstrike from the uh, from the Thunderstrike Keep here. And get onto the ship. TK Keep. Uh, Victor still not stumbling through the halls despite the uh, the insane amount of. Is getting him drunk before this all a good idea? <laughs> it seems like he's kind of already drunk all the time. I don't know. You know, though, having him drunk might. Be Make this process. Who knows? It might, be better, it, might be worse. it might kill us. Nobody knows. I know. I mean, yeah. He says, "Getting me drunk will make it better." Yeesh, Victor really? says, "This make is what better." Damn, Grumman says, "It makes everything better." <laughs> there better be so many beautiful women in these dreams. You know, if these are dreams of the horrible things that have been happening, it might not be so beautiful. There could be beautiful women, but I doubt they'll be very happy. It might not be elves. Bunch of pregnant elves. Good God, not again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> what? Hey, she's pregnant. Ooh. Uh, how did they get even get into the shadow fell? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody freaking knows. Uh, yeah, so... Bad luck? Damon goes and finds... Uh, he breaks a significant sweat and then finds some really comfortable clothing. He departs the ship for probably about an hour to go to the elemental chaos to resolve some matters there, of course. But then he's back and mm-hmm. see him kind of like, he's like dancing on his toes kind of like, he's like dancing on his toes kind of like he's getting like his body like loose for like something like a fight or some physical exertion and then he'll like stop and slump because he knows it's like has nothing to do with what he's about to do Ren. and then he'll kind of get like twitchy and restless and then he'll kind of start hopping again and you see him go through like two or three of these iterations of like kind of his normal routine versus what they're about to do and it's just it's tearing the guy apart but he's ready he's there or it chooses to believe it's some kind of like pump up ritual Ren sees him doing yeah. this and kind she of knows it's not. inflation and deflation she, she knows it's not and she's just watching the cycle like Keeping track of it. Yeah. Like five, six, cycles. Seven cycles. And it's like, alright, that's just Damon doing his thing. Doing his thing. She's, she, it's, it's every, it's her business. Even if it's totally not. It's her business to observe. Uh, yeah. And, com- doing- and comment when, when requested and when not. Hugh asks a little bit whether 
because when we went and ventured into Avernus and all that kind of stuff, Dream sounds not physical. Are we going to be taking gear with us? Does he need to go collect items? He's asking questions of the more knowledgeable folks, Blackwood and Frida and such. Frida says it is likely that your uh, that your self that manifests in the dream world will be what you see yourself as. So that is to say, yourself. Let's give ourselves super powerful weapons. <laughs> Says, I have a super hammer. She says, it'll be what you know that you have. Convince me. Sam <laughs> says, guess what I got you for Christmas? <laughs> Wait two months. Bye-bye. That would be a pretty interesting All right. Uh, well, Hugh also, while we're sort of getting prepped for this, he gets the few cuts he received in the fight with the angels bandaged up. Oh, yeah. Because I actually do need to heal after that. A little bit. What do we get from you? Uh, 21. Oh, yeah, 21. yeah don't forget up. your short rest from the after the angel fight. <clears throat> Make sure that everyone has all their uh, stuff recorded for that. So will we be physically... That was first encounter of the day, right? Yeah. Because we yes. have long rest after that. Will we ha- have our bodies, or will they need to be stored somewhere safe while we're out of them? Yeah, how long is in, this? In any other context, that kind of question would just be like some loony freak question. <laughs> but in in the context of who we are, it's actually a legitimate concern. Um, she's asking Victor. 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 Actually, was that the second? Didn't we have a skill challenge first to find him? Yeah. To find Victor, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't so that was the wasn't a surge surge skill challenge though, was it? Oh yeah, there weren't any surges at least. Don't think so. Okay. Oh, it was um the little cards. That's right. We got the yeah, little card thing. Indeed. Okay. And as you <clears throat> as you enter the room where Victor is with Frida and Stoila, are helping them prepare. They have um, set up some comfortable chairs and that they've brought in from a couple uh, places. Very comfortable. And uh, and Stoila says, "You're gonna lay down here, and then it's gonna be so cool." Wearing some cool for who? Sparring and you armor. see that she's got a bunch of like uh, she's like preparing a concoction, like some sort of drink. Yeah. Ren kind of half wishes that he was actually not going, just so he could see how all this works from the outside. But he still kind of wants to go too. Well, you'll you'll miss something either way. I know, and it frustrates him to no end. Try splitting up into your multi-rens, and one of them can stay behind. No, he thought of that, and it won't work. Um, Aurora has no concept of the arcane. Something that you... Re- She's like, when you do that, you're just two people, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Something that you realize about Damon is that he... It's not like he just went and put on comfortable clothing, but every single piece of jewelry, every single kind of sentimental trinket, every single indication of... of kind of... of how he prepares himself for anything, it's gone. Like, even things like... Whatever uh, a bracelet that he had on that kind of came from a meaningful expedition several years ago when he first found one of the members of the sectari. It's not he's not wearing it, he's not wearing anything. It's as if this was all either left behind or passed on to someone else. He has none of it. As if preparing to not come back. Yeah, or which he generally doesn't like, do when he goes into any sort of like conflict. Sorry, what were you saying, Kelly? No, it's just I was like, yeah, that that seems like so. like the approach that you're taking is it is Ren, a bit gloomy there. 
Ren doesn't say anything to him, but he's kind of bummed out that Daemon is being such a negative Nancy. He is. He's the. He is. I mean, Daemon is always like. He's the. He's ready to roll and go do this kind of crap. Like, let's do it. I can't think of any other way. Let's go. And the fact that he's like making like we're not coming back and being a negative Nancy kind of makes Ren a little sad and wondering what has happened to Daleman lately that it shouldn't be a huge surprise about the silence thing too like this is something that you guys are aware of um I definitely could see still some surprise at, well, like, no, the, deg- at mean, the degree that he's taking it but you guys are aware like this is something this is definitely something that, that is, is unnerving to him is something that is a, a I mean, something very outside of his element. I mean, I know that Daemon had his soul trapped and stuff in the chaos, but I don't know why this would bother him so much. I mean, it's just your soul. That, Seriously, and and the, that? the questions that, that roil around in Ren's head, this is, this is, these are the things he considers. As Ren thinks we'll these things cool. sometimes, he realizes what a cruel trick it would be if... Uh, Blackwood went and projected Ren's thoughts to Daemon sometimes when he's thinking like, come on, Daemon, suck it up. That might not go right. I well. think I think Blackwood will get in way more trouble than, I think uh, Ren, would than Ren would ever. Blackwood. If he <laughs> found out about that. Blackwood. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he's ready to go in. Hugh uh, shows up. He had been told you'll think of yourself as how what you have with you and all that kind of stuff. So he brings all his stuff with him. Yeah, Aurora does as well. Too. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to have the possibility of like, damn, I forgot, I forgot my whatever my boots to the session. <laughs> no boots. <laughs> yeah, Hugh, Hugh wants to make it as easy for himself as possible to uh, try and imagine what he actually has. So he's got his leathers on and his bow, and he's geared up. You see that Stoyla has finished making several uh, concoctions, some sort of drink. One is sort of a, a different hue from all the others. And he says, I think this will help. She says it in the way that she says a lot of things she thinks will help throughout the years. Which, on average, is... Uh, She's in the pretty damn amazing, honestly. Yeah, I mean, a pretty, pretty good track record. But sometimes, you know, RA4 uh, rockets himself into a rock. <laughs> and that was incredible. <laughs> It bad. helped. Yeah, I mean, she's got to get enough track record. I mean, look, there are so, more situations where you're like, wow, I really wish I brought that Stola thing versus, damn, this, I mean, I shouldn't have taken this. Stola says, now the most important thing is going to be that while you're in there, that he actually gets a vision, that he's actually thinking of the scene, the, the, the visions that he's had and replaying them back for you. So I got this drink for you. And she just tosses it over to him, which then just sort of floats and then lands uh, lands in, in, into his hand, which he's just sort of like looking at. Says, that should loosen your mind up a little bit. Make you, uh, you know, sort of maybe be aware of your dream state, but maybe not. It's 200 proof. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then she grabs all the others and says, these are for you guys. She... Hands, uh, hands them to each of you as you walk in. How big is it? 
How what much, is it? How much? Tiny, tiny, tiny little thing. It's like a shot. Damon t- tries three of the chairs and then decides on which one is most Brent heavy. Said, Brent says, "Should I drink it now or wait till we're?" Whoa! <laughs> Not yet. Gotta be all at the same time. He says, "Sit down." Frida responds, "Yeah, like I said, you need to make sure that all of your minds are in sync, working together." We have to think of something. This gets the animal a little bit happier. So we have to think of something that we all did together that was awesome. Uh, Frida just kind of like ruffles her brown, says, "Uh, yeah, I guess that would work." <laughs> okay, I'll just think of like Happy a times. door or like that table. Dan was like, "Come on, man." <laughs> Let's think of something better than that. A door. This is a uh, a super door. Let's um. He says, "Uh, I'm just saying, if we need to be on the same page, it better be something memorable." Yeah, that could work. Ass. What's up? That was pretty memorable. Damon says, "Hey, that that's a happy place for me." Ren doesn't. Kellen, come on back. We'll do that in just a sec. Ren, we'll take a break. Doesn't care what we're thinking about. Fine. Do the rescue. Hughes, Hughes just trying to make it easy for himself. We <laughs> think about the dance contest. Damn, wasn't that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn, wasn't that a dance contest? That's right. I forgot. You would have won too. Be anything. <laughs> so, Ren actually says that. Oh yeah, yeah you weren't there. <laughs> so as Crap. Stella hands each of you. She says, "She says, yeah, I'll try to think of the same thing. And then after you drink these, you should get your minds all swimming, and they'll be swimming together. And then she just sort of kind of like starts thinking and then goes, yeah, it's going to be so cool. And then she goes back and starts mixing up another concoction. That one's just a Jack and Coke. She says, this one's just for me. <laughs> uh, so Ren says, all right. Let's think about that time when we were helping out Damon, saving him from the Good man in black, whatever. The shadow. The shadow. Damon distinctly recalls the time when he was freed from the elemental prison and the elation, and he, he distinctly remembers the sensation of his like kind of like corporeal spirit form kind of filling up the entire space of the cavern. It has the sensation of like eating the mushroom from Alice in Wonderland and growing to like whatever a huge size, and then uh, the of course the the events that happened afterwards, being able to rejoin the friends, but that sensation of kind of growing and filling in absolute kind of freedom. Uh, Hugh, yes, Hugh focuses on the um, on sort of the initial combat of freeing Dam and Dam and sort of knowing he's trapped in this thing, and at the same time being closely aware of all his companions uh, as they faced what initially appeared to be an overwhelming uh, obstacle that they were able to overcome. Now as you begin to start, you know, thinking of this, you, you see that the, it seems like the lights are being dimmed in the room that you're in, the the, the candles and the, the sort of uh, s- small modest chandelier in here, Getting a little bit darker and darker, but you see that no one's over there doing anything. As the as the areas around you 
black it starts to become harder and harder to see as you can but you still see bright as before your uh the five other people here in the chairs says, I don't think it's working <laughs> it probably isn't what about Aurora what about her they were going through uh, you know kind of what they're thinking of this this event what they it's most prominent in, in her um, mind. The most prominent thing in Aurora's mind is finally killing the shadow and freeing Damon. The moment that the killing blow was struck. And Ren is just thinking about... I thought we had to think of the same thing. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, the same. You're talking about the whole same... Everyone has same different event. emotions in it. Perspectives. Ren, yeah. Ren, when he you know thinks back to that, he remembers just being so small and looking up at these massive elemental gates that these um, different elemental beings were were pouring out of. And I mean, he's a gnome and these gates were huge and he just remembers kind of standing there looking all around and seeing just these massive gates of fire and water and all that stuff that they were pouring out of and just realizing how awesome that all was. And it was a pity that they were being used for evil stuff. Because they were awesome. And as it gets darker and darker, you can see each of your friends, you realize you sort of feel a light, uh, a lightness. And, and while you were uh, laying down in a chair before, you find yourselves no longer laying down at all. You are standing together and you are fully geared up uh, as much as you were that day. And as you look around, you see the massive elemental gates and the body of the uh, of the shadow before you. But it is not quite there. When you look past the gates, there's no cave walls in here at all. It just kind of goes out into, uh, into a blackness forever. And then you see the elemental gates start to fade into nothingness. As then you are standing together in an endless black environment. <coughs> In every direction, it's complete and utter blackness. You're standing on a surface that you cannot see. Black root. <laughs> and in every direction, you do not see anything. It stays this way for five minutes, ten minutes. What do you guys After do? After ten minutes, everyone's like, Hey, Blackwood! But seeing if he can yell at yeah. What are you dreaming? Ren kind of laughs to himself with <laughs> That's oddly direct, but I suppose... Well, no. if we are in his head... I, I really don't even know how this hat works. Are we in his head, or are we just asleep? Send me some women. Ren says, I think we have to wait for him to start We're actually dreaming. Guns. So we just, so we just shoot the breeze till then? I think we just wait. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Frida kind of explained it to me, but she was so pissed that we were going. She didn't really go over it in much detail, but... Yeah. That was such a good memories. I'm not worried at this point. Nothing has tried to swallow us. What does Damon think of when he tries to think of good memories? He thinks of the night that they spent, the single night that they spent following their first journey on the Laughing Maiden, where they stopped in on a, a small town on the way up to the Snowflake Mountains. And there was a rather lively night in the tavern. That's right. There was uh, Caridun, Caridun, if that yeah. was the name, yeah. D- Daemon not only found an amazing horse that day, but had a, a, a great time just conversing with the locals, telling stories, and it was it was a memorable night. 
It was one of the more comfortable and enjoyable social nights on the road. All of you can hear the subtle sound of music being played. Kind of just coming off from one distance as if there is someone playing music, but it sounds like it's a hundred miles away, but you can just barely hear it. And then you start hearing little bits of chatter coming from almost every direction as if there are a couple dozen people around you and you can just barely hearing a conversation but it's too faint to actually hear what is uh, what is happening and as Damon concentrates to sort of listen to this it then fades away again finds other ways to amuse himself <laughs> dagger spinning got, all of, I know that our minds I know that our minds are kind of linked with victors but are our minds linked with each other I think that's what she said. Ren says, in his mind, Hey, Hugh, can you hear this? No. Okay, that solves that. Or he yeah, Hugh doesn't know that you said No, it that. just feels exactly like you're just standing there in a in sort of a nondescript room. Hugh, or it looks at Ren and is like, What can you tell is going on here? Did it not work? Ren says, I can tell we're standing somewhere that's dark. <clears throat> well, use your, use your magic arcane I don't know. I didn't. 15, 20 minutes, Damon gets bored. I was thinking of past great sword fights with Brandis. There have been many great sword fights. Uh, Hugh, um, because he was told you will... You'll basically have whatever you can think you have with you. Uh, So many horrors. He attempts, and it's been quite a long time from now... But he attempts to, remembering the last time he had to use his imagination to create something. Attempt, yes, the, whatever that was, the turkey spiegel thing. Um, he mounted a half bird amalgamation thing. And so he attempts to do so again just to see if it will work, just as a curiosity experiment. Um, as he attempts to sort of imagine some sort of flying mount in his mind. And picture it very clearly or something to see if that's all it takes to make something here. You can hear two things coming from one direction the clang of steel on steel, it's the, the, ringing of, uh, the ringing of swords clashing against one another. But again, it's so far off in the distance. Uh, but it sounds like you know someone fighting, and you look over there and you can barely see as if there's the faintest light, sort of silhouettes. Of uh, of people sparring of some sort, but it is, it's so faint that you can barely even tell. Then from the other direction, you hear that bird that he was way off in the distance and up high in the opposite direction. You can sort of hear it, but then it fades out almost as quickly as it uh, as it began. Or uh, kind of perks up and goes well. If we were supposed to keep our minds in sync, maybe if we think of the same thing? And just then, you see, in the blackness all around you, voices getting louder and louder. As you look around and you see that there are buildings there. It's not like they just appeared or grew out of the ground. You you look and it's as if they were there always. You You didn't see them appear, and as far as you can sort of remember... They were always just there. You just had failed to notice them. And as you look around, you realize that you are on a sort of a dirt road, and there are carts moving uh, moving down the road, and there are people walking around. You find yourself smack dab in the middle of a village. One guy bumps into you, 
clearly not noticing you. He goes, ugh, ugh, sorry, and walks yeah. by. Hmm. Uh, are any of you thinking of this? No. No. Says the buildings? Are any of They've them? always been here. Oh. <laughs> Stupid dream buildings. He says, where were we going again? And he looks kind of, seems like he's craning his neck looking for the cabin. Victor. He was really confused Blackwoods for a bit here. Visions. Oh, yes. Okay. Ren starts to look around for any landmarks or... Clues as to where we actually are. I mean, he's pretty sure... I mean, we still know that we're in Blackwood's dream, right? You have no idea what's going on. Does Ren still know that he's in Blackwood's dream? You you only have what you can... What, what you can guess of what you remember. I've explained everything that you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. Not, no, yeah. no, no, I mean... But, but you know that that's the process yeah. you're doing. Yeah. yeah, okay. So it's not like we're just... No, you have not, like where the hell No, are you have not lost your memory. When I say that it's as if the tr- yeah. the buildings are already were always there, you know that they're not. Yeah. And, okay. and you you can tell that your mind is conflicting like yeah. you know it wasn't there a second ago, but at the same time you were clearly looking and they didn't appear. You don't remember them appearing. So, it's just sort of it's you like, blinked and then they were there. Yeah. So, Ren is looking around to see if he can spot any major landmarks or anything that would tell them roughly where they are. If you recognize. Aurora asks a villager, What town is this? Uh, the man immediately responds. Responds. He says, Why, it's Ambershire. Ren looks at Aurora and says, Cheer. Aurora looks smugly. Is that uh, Ambershire? You know that it's, uh, that it's a very small village near the, uh, near the larger town of Greenwood. It's Greenwood where we went that one time. It's in the... uh, Did that thing? North. West? East? Greenwood. Where was Greenwood? It's in the northeast. I'd... uh, No, that was something else. I was thinking of something else. I I know. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, like, yeah, that's it. I was like, (laughs) no, I was being damned. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting each other confused. What, what? Uh, I, I don't remember where Greenwood is. I thought I was thinking of a different place. It's probably a tiny shire then. Yeah, it's in the it's in the north uh, west. Okay. No, northeast. Way up in the northeast. Okay. Ren says, "This is the problem with having thunderstrike take us instantly where we want to go. We, we forget how to get is. anywhere." Ambershire. Let's go to the tavern. Then suddenly, a door him. bursts open near where you are. And you see a child fling out of the doorway and fall onto the dirt as if he was, you know, pushed from the front. And you see, uh, you see a man standing in the doorway. And he says, "And never come back." How old is the child? Very abrupt. Please attention. Like and then, three or and then the child. Uh, well, okay. When I say child, youth. It's not a child. It's a uh, the kid looks like sixteen years old. Okay, he's a kid. By your own, you know, ages, like uh, he's still a kid, but you know, he's uh, he's nearly fully grown at sixteen. Hold and he says, God. "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to." As he gets to his feet and kind of brushes himself off, he tries to go back to the door and then slams shut the man. As you hear a big bolt, uh, a bolt latch across as the uh, as the uh, the youth kind of bangs on the door and tries to open it, and you see him just kind of give up and hang his head and turn around. What does the kid look like? The kid 
looks a lot like Victor Blackwood. A much younger Victor Blackwood. Huh. So not what he was expecting. Out, it says, Victor! And he looks around, and he says, Yeah, what of it? Yeah, with his gestures that come over. And he comes over, and he kind of looks at you, and he says, Who the hell are you? He says, he says ignores the question, says, It seems like you're getting into some trouble here. Uh, and then <laughs> you just hear in your voice, loud and... In your head? Or in, in your head, loud and... Unlike the communication you've heard in your head before, this is much sort of clumsier and as if sort of shoved at you haphazardly. You hear his voice just say, Fuck off! Mind your own business! As he then just starts walking down the road. Ren, as he starts to walk off, cuffs him on the side of the head and calls him an obnoxious little shit. (laughs) And he just scowls at Ren and then he just runs off. Hey, I... Ren decides, to, really Ren decides to test this dream You're state stuff. Ren decides well, to test this dream stuff and sticks out his hand and goes and makes a fist to see if he can maybe grab the kid's legs and trip him. Like using powers you normally could use? Or? Using powers, I'm just trying out this dream thing. So he just sort of reaches out in front of him and punches this And it's like saying, I'm grabbing his feet. The kid is just continuing to run. Ren says, shit, I was really <laughs> hoping that would work. <laughs> but doesn't really want to explain it to any of the uh, rest of the group. Hora <laughs> says, we, let's follow him. Yeah, we may need to like tell him that he's dreaming or something. No, 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 no. I think maybe it's important that he continues dreaming. If he realizes it, he may wake up. I think he was dreaming of, like, horrible cataclysm event things. If you want to try to force that on him... Force the door and says, I want to go see what he did. Okay. You do do that, I'll keep an eye on him. Okay. Then starts walking towards the door. Hugh is curious, and it would be an excellent insight into what this guy's all about if it's a dream of something that happened. He goes with Damon. Alright. And Damon goes to the to the door. Knocks on the door. Never good. Well, wait. What is this? Is oh, are you guys running after him? You guys no, are splitting no, up. She's she's watching where he's going. If if she can. He rounded a corner. Uh, she's trying to sense where he is. Then. Uh, is is this just a building like a house or is it a house? For sure. Okay. As he knocks on the door, you know, half a minute later, you hear. The uh, the latch open, and the door opens slightly as uh, some sort of like um, you know like latch latch device catches the door as it only opens a, a couple inches. He says, "Who's there?" Damon says, "Is this the Blackwood House?" He says, "Yeah." Damon says, uh, "Kim looking for Victor. Is he around?" He says, "That good for, good for nothing shit's been kicked out." Damon says, "Ah," oh. uh, he kind of like snaps his finger and says, "Is he in trouble again?" He said, nah, I just had some work for him. He says, uh, you know where I can find him? He says, he says, hell if I know, and then slams the door shut. Wait, says, what'd he do? <laughs> then Ren says, says knock on his door again and tell him that if we're going to employ him, we need to know why he's being such a little shit. Maybe we shouldn't hire him. Maybe we should just go find him and ask him. <laughs> that, that might be easier. He didn't say that. Yeah, that works great. Either, either one. Press for more or go find Victor. Mm. Well, he knows his family we here. can always knock on the door for like two seconds and ask what he did. Be like, as a potential employer, yeah, why did you just seems like his family's an asshole. Alright, fine, we can go find him. His family is just a single. 
it's the entire family, family is an asshole. one asshole. One family and one asshole. The doors of space. Clear our, to keep our tenses okay. straight here. For sure. Because it was. Oliver is interested in pursuing young Blackwood. I wonder if he's a scion, like, like how strong his psionic powers are in his dream. And if he could just, like, squish our heads like a grape, well, I don't even as a little test kid. That theory. Like the young Maybe Ren won't be such a dick to him. Well, look, let's go find uh, Victor. Yeah, Hugh uh, starts trying to track the kid down. If people are coming along with him. Yeah. Yep. All right. For sure. As you walk down the road, around the corner, there he is, walking towards you. And as you look behind you, the road that you came from. It looks completely different. It's as if you're in a completely different place in the same village, and you didn't see anything change, but all of a sudden you're in a different place. As he walks by, he says, You again. Damn, he says, I told you to mind your own business. Damn, he says, We're not here to bother you. He says, Well, you are. Damn, he's right your shoulders, and he says, we here, We're here to talk. He says, I'm listening for a short while. And says, uh, why can't we buy you a drink? He perks up a little bit. And he says, okay. He says, we're not trying to make this unpleasant. I'm a seat. And as you gesture, as, as you gesture to have a seat, you realize you are already in a tavern and there are chairs uh, all right next to you. Great. And he Brent has a seat. This whole experience is freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And there's horse here too. <laughs> Damon seems a little bit more kind of like carried along with it by than you guys. Whereas like you guys maybe, or some of you maybe Ren in particular is kind of like can have the observer's perspective of what's going on. Like things happen, you're like, wow, this is great. Damon, like the things that change and like half your brain seems like this is natural. Damon really is kind of going with that, like not as aware of like the kind of consciously like the stream of what we're trying to do here, but like Ren is just. Seems to be kind of swept along with the changes in the scenery, almost. Huh. What would you say out of all of you is is the most apprehensive about being here? I don't know if Damon is because I because he he like he's really kind of going with he's almost losing a sense of while 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 we're here. Who's most apprehensive right now about being here? Probably Hugh. If he's kind of in there, I mean, it's sort of yeah. What's Hugh's worst nightmare? Hugh's worst nightmare when Hugh. Wakes up in a cold sweat, however frequent that may be. Direwolves. You know, from this, uh, from a nightmare perhaps uh, somewhat recurring, you know, what is it that, that, that Hugh is, he that Hugh's subconscious is, is most afraid of? It may, you know, only have happened once or twice ever, or maybe something happens all the time. I mean, that's up to you. But, but what is that? Mm. Let's see. Hugh's worst nightmare. Um, well, he seems awful scared of being stuck somewhere. He's kind of got that obsession. One that he has had um, <coughs> is uh, he is essentially helpless, and it's back in the fire node um, with the battle with the elemental prince of Imix, and he is lying on the ground beneath uh, Imix. <laughs> Mostly unconscious, but somehow still aware of his surroundings, and he's seeing the companions fleeing and leaving him behind. <laughs> Left to burn. As he watches the place slowly crumble around him, basically his 
the moment of seeing his own impending death. Gotcha. And, and not being able to do anything to stop it. Okay. Just wanted to know. Cool. Back at the table. He's going to get left at the, at the table. This kid is uh, throwing back the beer. Damon raises his glass and says, You drink like a man for, uh, uh, for a, such a young man as yourself. He says, I'm not a young man. He says, I'm more adult than you are. As he then, uh, you see him clumsily, the, the, the glass clumsily kind of like levitates up as he drinks from it and it spills all over himself and then it slams back down as if just released and falls back down onto the Impressive. table. Ren tries something and thinks to himself, I can't do that. <laughs> then show us some respect like a man, you insolent pup. He thinks it. And then he kind of he thinks it. Cocks his head and, uh, and looks at Ren and he just says, Fuck you, quarter pint. Ren kind of Are we trying smir- to have a decent Ren kind of smirks a little bit and says, Huh, good one. Cameron says, Well, if you're a man, tell us of your travels as a man. He says, Have you not have you not journeyed to many places? Why'd your dad kick you out? He says, <laughs> I tried. He says, My stupid father never let me go anywhere, but now he's kicked me out so I can do whatever I want. I'm going to visit lots of places. Hmm. He says, we've seen places too. Where will you go? I don't know. Book passage on some trading cart. Why, you going anywhere? How much it cost? Damn, well, says, uh, we've been to uh, places, but it may not be of interest to you. He says, we've seen, and he starts listing some of the things Amazing, that they see in the omens. sweet things. Like, kind of listing them like a list of crazy things that they've seen, but to kind of play it like a little bit like, wow, we've seen, we've seen, it's kind of like, almost like saying some tall tales, but starts like mentioning the omens and seeing if the kid reacts. Hmm. Um. What's one of the things you say? He says, uh, I've seen uh, a herd of cows as uh, as tame as a summer's morning. All of a sudden go fear them, throw themselves off of a 50-foot cliff. Just as Damon says this, the tavern is gone. You're standing rumble. beside the cliff as you feel a rumbling in your feet. <coughs> Victor is nowhere to be seen, and you see these cows throwing themselves off a Are cliff. Are they, like, going around us? Yeah, they're just moving around you, just parting as they come. It's quite terrifying, as it's a stampede basically coming at you, but unlike a normal stampede, they seem to be just kind of sort of parting and flying off the edge. And when he jumps up and flies into the air a little bit, does that even work? Yeah, he's capable of doing that. I bet if Aurora jumps, she could probably fly too. Ren asks you if he can sense anything crazy about them. Since he's got a pretty good nature check, I mean, is there? Yeah, Hugh is. Are they foaming at the mouth, or? Yeah, Hugh is impressed at Ren's level of keeping a cool head with this suddenly <laughs> in front of him. Uh, but we're, we're dreaming here. Yeah, Ren is Ren is super aware of like the state of their. Ren's got a pretty Much high will, so and he's than... trying to maintain the fact and try to maybe keep everybody Ren. grounded with the yeah, fact. Yeah, Ren is that. looking through the looking glass. He is peering through the looking glass, whereas I think it's a, it's a little bit more real for Damon. Much more real. Yeah, uh, Hugh tries to sort of 
despite his nervousness in the current situation, they are uh, to look at these cows, see if you can tell anything off about them. Other than the fact that they are throwing themselves off a cliff. He does notice something very off about them. They are dream cows. And they're not real. <laughs> Sees that their eyes are a deep purple. Whoa. Just like a solid glowing purple as they're just running. And they are just eyes wide open as if overcome with madness as they are just throwing themselves over the edge. They're not like running from something. They are clearly running with purpose to, to something. And that something is their own death. Is their own death. Ren does an arcana check to see if they've got some kind of a. If this is a spell that's being cast over them, if they're being controlled somehow. An enchantment thing? Like, or is this more like a virus that they could catch? Mad. And gets a 32. As Ren tries to see this, it seems like it is something that has just overcome their entire mind as if, you know, their normal consciousness such that cows have consciousness is uh, is just completely is completely overcome and they are not themselves. Ren asks... Cow possession? Ren asks um, Blackwood since he's, he's not there. He's not there. Ah! Damn it. That would have been Damn so it says, Where'd Blackwood go? As you look then we'll look over the edge of the cliff here. Yeah, I think we're all looking over the edge. Or at least or Damon is looking the over the edge. He, Damon is flying, so he has a yeah. he can see the edge from he where has he is. A bird's eye, he's seeing he is seeing the meat pile growing slowly at the bottom of the cliff. Free beef. Splatter it. Pre-ground. Get him while it's hot. He's going over the edge, you said? He's looking over the edge. Because he sees kind of he flies up to avoid the stampede that was still avoiding them, but it freaked him out. So you can see over the edge. Damn notices that there's a, a massive amount of blood splatter and corpses. Yeah. Beef. At the bottom. Where's the beef there? But they're in a strange sort of pattern that you wouldn't quite expect. You expect them to kind of all at least go into the same thing or just a big pile. Uh, big pile. But instead, they seem to have fallen in this strange sort of three lines, primarily. I mean, there's some uh, there's some edge cases of like sort of falling all over the place, but there's these three distinctive like lines of corpses with blood. That uh, that you know, the, the furthest from you is the mm-hmm. widest, then shorter, then shorter. They probably couldn't make it as far each time. Damon is he he notices this and his kind of. Uh, his uh, kind of startled expression from the abruptness of the stampede turns to kind of like one of peering closer and no doubt grabs the attention of Versus. the four three of you. Damon, what do your elf eyes see? <laughs> it says strange lines beyond the beyond the horizon. Uh, uh, he points and he says, "A red dog." They felt funny when they died. Ren turns, around, Ren turns please. around to look at Damon when he says that and sees that Damon's staring down at the ground and decides to go peer over the edge huh. and then decides he wants to take a better look. So he leaps off the edge. I can't throw it. It's and posted. Ren leaps off the edge. Tenebrae appears. Do you look at the and redstone? Tenebrae appears underneath him and together they ride out so that he can... Take it in from a more dodging falling cows. Of 
course. <laughs> Ren confirms what Daemon sees, this uh, strange sort of pattern. As they continue to fall, they are, you know, the vast majority of them, 99% of them, 99 out of every 100 of them are falling on those three lines, just sort of darkening it and making it a larger pile of cows. Very adept cliff divers. Strange. He, um... Tries to. I mean, he he recalls Blackwood saying that someone's trying to communicate with him. He tries to see if there's anything off in the environment, uh, other than the cows and the lines, or something about the atmosphere. If there's, he realizes it's a dream, so it's probably gonna be off to some degree or another. But if there's anything else that seems to be part of the dream, or and as Hugh is looking around for this, what is Aurora doing? Aurora's kind of. Looking at the the lines of cows and trying to she's trying to make sense of it. Just going through her backlog of like runes and various symbols and things just to see if maybe it triggers something. Just memory. She's trying to think of it and just these these three sort of different lines doesn't trigger anything right away. Or maybe it triggers a ton of things. That's the thing. Perhaps, like, it, perhaps you could fit those lines three lines, yeah, into anything. so many different symbols as being a you know, it's not a terribly Wings, unusual, buildings. yeah, it's not a terribly yeah, unusual imagery system. that can, uh, yeah, that can exist, uh, you know. So she can't narrow it down. And plus, if if she starts considering <laughs> that maybe you're seeing it from the wrong angle, it could be the other way around. It could be like a pyramid. They're just so Mind. many things that it uh, that it could fit into. Writing. And then, as she's looking at it, she feels an intense heat on her back, as does Hugh at the same down. time, as he turns to see a giant flaming sword coming down at Aurora and Hugh. Roll joint skill check to uh, to try to stop this thing from coming down to you. Actually, all of you. Ugh. A joint skill check. I liked it better than it was just you two, honestly. Hey. <laughs> There's just a sword. You need at least two successes, or you're gonna each uh, lose a surge. Very well. Let's do. uh... Well, why don't you start it off, you two, because you are being the close targets. Maybe save yourselves. I'm glad I got. It's a hard DC. This guy's out of nowhere. Thirty-five. Aurora does not succeed. (laughs) She gets a twenty-six. She's using her dungeoneering. She's trying to just basically find a spot to hide behind that will support um, or correctly. God, I can't think of the term. Sorry. <clears throat> she's attempting to hide behind a big rock or a stalag bottom that um, will helpfully block the attack. Alrighty. She looks around but desperately. But she does doesn't. Not, There's nothing there. Does not see anything. It's just completely flat. There's nothing but cows, and the cows seem so many quite cows. squishy and not much of a shield. It's <clears throat> flaming thorns. Ooh, so very. Hugh. Ooh, nice. Probably work. Um, Hugh. You will never die. I will never die. As he is turning around, almost senses that something is about to happen before it does. He doesn't know exactly. He just knows that something is off. And so as soon as he sees this, as soon as he does see it, he's already tensed and ready to spring and is able to leap aside uh, before it comes down. 
and getting a very large success. All right. His success is very large. Ren, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Ren, uh, during his times uh, before they were quite popular, when he was a mere boy, wandering the streets and stuff like that, has learned to um, kind of sense when there are when there are malicious malicious things about uh, when somebody's about to jump you in an alleyway or when <laughs> someone's to going to pull a knife on you or try to you know sneak up from behind you and from all this time that he spent uh, and even as when you know when he was older and stuff like that and traveling and adventuring he kind of picked up this stuff this streetwiseness and he senses there's something afoot and with his spidey sense a tingling he uh, knows exactly how to jump out of the way when someone's about to knife you and he uh, often? senses that this, that this sword is coming down and yells to Aurora and Hugh to mm-hmm. get out of the way which Aurora tries to do Does he succeed? She 38 it. nice that's yeah. enough alright cool well Damon will try to tackle Aurora and knock her out of the way a little bit. A little acrobatic flag. I get a two and a five. So I did not succeed. Aurora's too stubborn. She's like, no, this rock will definitely hold. And there's no rock there. But it is. uh, And as you look, you see what at first is foreign, but then you see that it is the mighty figure of Imix that you fought in the Fire Node so many years ago and his huge flaming sword that he strikes down and just before it hits as Ren tells you get out of the way sort of leap out of the way Aurora hides there's nothing and in every direction it's a wasteland Wasteland. no more cows no more cliff you were just all together sort of you know on the ground having leaped out of the way or whatever it is uh, each of you had done and you see that it is a familiar wasteland for it looks exactly the same as the first time that you had gone into the land of the wandering sun aka the dark world yes gets up and dusts herself off and says well finally we're getting somewhere Hugh is uh also what the hell was that nerves are rather shaken you okay Hugh Ren stands up and brushes himself off and looks around and goes ugh this place again that was a bit of a close call, eh? Yeah, that was not cool. No, in fact, it was quite hot. Yeah. Someone looks around. Does Ren know that, that, that... Sorry, I totally cut you off. Go. Eric. Oh, yeah. Darren yeah, just... He's looked, he looks around, kind of like as he... Uh, kind of... And, like, still in the mindset that's more kind of carried along with the... The kind of changing events rather than being super conscious of the changes. Starts grumbling a little bit about the heat here and says, We've been taken back to this place. Well, this is what Blackwood's imagining right now, I guess. Kind of the damn. Yeah, that's right. He's imagining all this. We should have him imagine a nice oasis. Yeah! And as you look around, you realize. It really is, it seems like the same world that you yourselves have visited. And, uh, you know, it is accurate enough, and as you look up, you see the sun wandering through the sky, and uh, 
Clearly this is the same place that you have been. Oh, maybe it's us then. <laughs> but you get the distinct feeling that this is not coming from your own mind, for as you look around, it's different. The hills form a different pattern. You're in a different location, although clearly in the same, perhaps, quadrant of the world. Uh, for the... Um, Hemisphere. For the land is the same. And it says, Blackwood, did you go to the other world? It's like, yells it out. And as you look around, you see one part of the mountains looks a little odd. Those of you that are familiar with natural formations, you realize that it is... uh, The mountains there look like uh, that they are not part of the the normal mountain range that you can see off in the distance. It looks as if someone has shaped them into uh, a different shape, almost sliced the tops off some of them to form a strange sort of pattern of three mountains, one in front of the other, each one shorter with a flat top than the last. Sort of a, yeah, sort of a mesa forming three distinct like stairs? Mesas. Hmm. And pausing, considers the mesas. He says, triple mesa. Triple Triple mesas? Oh my god. And each one is like behind the other. All the way across this. Only ever see double mesa. Do I sense a pattern? Maybe? I mean, just as he was considering before the, the three lines, he considers the three mesas. A little bit, a little bit enraptured, maybe losing focus once again on... Focus! Does Zora say points, focus? Yes, she points at him and she says, remember what we're here for. He says, did you see these mesas? Yes, I've seen the mesas! It's a triple mesa. Yeah, he kind of, as he points, he kind of follows his own point back to the mesas. Clearly, like, they're grabbing... His attention, but for different... Well, they're, they're of significant... Significant kind of, like, hmm. prominence. Maybe more significant. Hmm. Should Maybe we should move towards the mesas. It says, yeah, let's go towards the mesas. Go, let's go towards the mesas. He's pretty like... distracted. He'll go along with whatever at this point. He's just... He is keeping it together, <laughs> uh, but is... Is everyone forgetting the giant sword? for something going to pop out of nowhere. It was the first thing that popped into my head, guys. Other than Hugh, what you say is the next most kind of apprehensive about being here? I mean, we could get back into Darwin territory, but like I said, he he is a little bit kind of caught up in, like, he's being brought along in this river of consciousness, so you guys have to say how how much you are before. It's probably Aurora, because... I think, yeah, I I could say that her concern is now more focused on, like, Damon's kind of, you know, trying to keep himself together. And Hugh just got spooked, and she just got almost killed by a... Or in her mind. Yeah. Giant, giant flaming sword. Things have gotten a little unstable here. Look at the blood flowing. So the, it's, she's thinking about it. Maybe not apprehensive so much as diligently aware of her surroundings now. Just a couple marshmallows in the spot. And what's Aurora's worst nightmare? Ooh, what is it that she... In those... Oh. In those fever, fevered nights when she falls Ooh, ill. Those are very different mother, kinds of nightmares. Or daughter. Um, <laughs> well, actually, those are those are not the worst. I mean, you, you could say there are quite a few different things that Aurora worries about on a daily on a daily basis. She has a lot of things on her plate, but probably one of the most emotionally impactful fears that she has 
is repeating the mistakes of the past. And specifically, her mind always goes to this moment where there are kind of a, a bunch of Arathocene paladins standing, you know, in front of her. And without really thinking about the consequences of the, her actions, she just kind of joins Ren in this sort of, like, cascade of death upon them. The and it does, well, it's, it's... Amazing. No, no, think I'm about not... it, it's more the concept of... I mean, she just killed a whole bunch of innocent people. And it's she's never forgotten that moment. And she's she's terrified of having that happen again. Okay. You know, all the other fears are very just kind of realistic, practical fears. This fear Moral is like, blindness is your worst fear. Yes, and yet something... She, and, and perhaps that's why it's so frightening is because it's very possible. Manifested in the <laughs> paladin slaughter. If only, Ren could, if only Ren could sense this, he'd pat on the back and say, it gets easier each time. <laughs> so good. And, and I'm sure he, I'm sure he would say that. And Aurora Just would... Give in to the numbness. Aurora, <laughs> you know, that that might even be worse. Amazing. So, so good. I don't know if that would comfort Black her the way you might hope. Putting our minds in the same place. Alright. So there you go. Terrifying. We drift towards the mesa. Bobbing along. Singing a song. Walking in a desert wonderland. As you're walking towards the mesa, you hear a voice come direct from directly behind you. What? It is sort of a hurried, surprised, and frantic voice, and he says, Who are you? Bart turns around. And you turn around and you see what looks like Victor Blackwood. But he's covered in dirt, he's got cuts across his face, his clothes are ragged. I mean he's got sort of um wrinkles in his face as if uh, a man who has faced a lot of uh, a lot of hard times and uh, you know looks slightly malnourished and when goes to pull out his water gourd does it have water in it? yes he says Victor have some water he looks at Daleman and he says how do you know me and then in Daleman's mind he hears the voice being projected and he just says who are you or says I am Aurora Paladin of Bahamut, and, and friend as, to the downtrodden. And as you are saying this, you see the whole world around you just start to sort of, friend. not quake, but um, bubble as if ripples in the ground, as if water is being splashed, and uh, and then the sky starts changing colors, and the mesas Ugh. start uh, melting Crap. in the distance. What do the mesas mean? She says, she says, what do the mesas mean? He says, uh, we are lost like yourself. Please, drink. And, and he just says, how are you here? And then he just fades into nothing. Crap! And looking around, you see that the land has completely uh, melted into nothing, as then there are walls around you, and you are again in a tavern. Why don't people just answer you? Out, he kind of looks around. Why do they do that? And then he picks up a mug. The, the gourd is now <laughs> a tanker. <laughs> he's drinking sure. from it. He's no longer offering, now he's keeping it. <laughs> looks around. Oh, you and your age. You see a young Victor in the corner. Younger than 16 or older than 16? Older than uh, What I meant to say is young. You know, he looks maybe a couple <laughs> years older than the young version that you just talked to. 19. And, uh... 18. He's speaking to an even younger girl sitting Ooh. at the table with him. Aurora listens They're in. They're off in the corner. And as Aurora listens in, she can hear him saying, How's mother doing? 
and the uh, and the girl answering saying she is getting worse. And then uh, Laura frowns. And you see that the, they are speaking in the way that they are talking. This appears to be a younger sister of Victor's. Hmm. He didn't mention family. He before. needs to focus on what his nightmare. He mention before. Rora wants to like push him into the into the nightmare. So we yeah, when you say it's kind of again. nonchalantly says, I didn't know Victor had a sister. Well, I don't think we ever asked. Or maybe we didn't, he said he would tell he us. He said who his allies were, and he said he's a loner. Well, maybe this sister is no more. I asked about families. Uh, and uh, hmm. and then uh, the conversation goes a little bit, sort of chit-chatting about recent events, and he says, he says, give mother my love, and this is probably the last time I'll be able to talk to you. It's too dangerous. Father would kill you. Jeez. If you knew you were meeting me. What did Victor do? As he then just gets up and you see him just kind of cover his head <gasps> uh, with his uh, with his cloak and then walk out. Aurora thinks she knows. She keeps it to herself. Goodness. Uh, we should follow Victor. Ren kind of wants Victor. to go up to his sister and see if he can sweet talk her into telling him what's going on. Go ahead. Do that. You're so sweet. And a talk. Ren walks across the tavern and has, you know, this is a dream, and he says to the bar, how how old is his sister? Twelve. She's like fourteen. So she's what was very it? young, but so she, I mean, she's got she's kind of covered her head uh, with a um, with a cowl. Despite that, you felt like you could kind of see her clearly from across the room. Ask the barkeep if he knows the girl. You pervert. Stop asking. The barkeep looks over and he says, I haven't seen her in here before. Ren says, Then I will take And then you see her get up and start to walk out after putting some coins down on the table. Aurora looks at the coins. Ren makes his way across the room quickly and... They hit the table and they sort of turn into a dust. Gah! Ren makes his way across the room to try to intercept the girl. You can stand in the doorway. You can intercept her. I mean, what are you doing? Well, I mean, he's not going to full out... Are you going to say hi or something? Yeah. What are you doing? Hey, I'm, pro- I'm going to try to slyly approach her to talk to her, but I'm not going to like step in front of her and be like, Hey! Where are you? I mean, as you even get nearby, she just keeps her head low and is, and is making a beeline for the hey, door. Hey, are you Ren, Blackwood's sister? Ren says you to that? her, uh, what's, trub- what's troubling you, my dear? She says, nothing, just going. And then she walks out. Aww. Ren says... It would really be awful if your father found out you were here. Ren says... Please wait and talk to me. I have some questions I'd like to ask you. And says it in the most polite, sincere, I'm not going to kill you or anything voice that he can come up with. No rape today. No rape I'm today. glad that Ren has to practice that voice. Okay, this is how <laughs> she, my voice... She turns around, uh, she turns around for a moment to, uh, to consider Ren, but then Ren can see her starting to become translucent, and he can see through her as he realizes the same thing's happening to the walls. He says in his most diplomatic uh, plea, tell me what has your brother done to... Be banished to, to be, yeah, to be banished to earn such a uh, to be outcast. utter disregard from your father. 
Her eyes go wide as she says, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And then suddenly, guards start pouring in from every entrance to the tavern, which you now realize is like seven different doors. All of a sudden, guards emblazoned with uh, the holy symbol of... Um, Some god. Of... Uh, who is Baylor? He's... Baylor? Arathis. Uh, Arathis. Arathis. <laughs> Blazoned with the symbols of Arathis are these heavily uh, armed men <laughs> as they draw their weapons and point them at each of you standing in the room. And they all say, You're under arrest! Flee! Says, you are sentenced to death! And they start swinging their swords. Daryl goes, Sword time! Mm. He doesn't say that, but that's what he says. This is awful familiar. Ren. In a couple ways. Ren puts on his game face and as the flames ignite behind his eyes and his cape bursts into flames and he he gets his intimidate thing going, he uh, calls out to the guards and says uh, says Stop it! What are are our crimes? Roll skill check. (laughs) Each failure Surge lost. Nice. So this is going to be an intimidate check. Hard DC, 35. I rolled a 4, 36. (laughs) A diplomacy check of 30, 40. Yeah. 40. Bitchin'. Diplomacy seems like the appropriate response when... So Lincoln already described what he's doing. Kalen. Aurora... Um, makes the approach of being a fellow keeper of order and begins to try to talk them down and is like we can we can discuss this as civil people, there's no need for any bloodshed. I mean, look at me. Aren't I trustworthy? Bam! Bam! Right here! Look! Come at me, bro. No, no, no. Not like that. More of a <laughs> more of a come at thee, bro. <laughs> As <laughs> she, you know, kind of tries to lean on this this uh, justicier persona she has, really keeping in mind that last time she tried to, you know, get out of a situation involving paladins of Arathis or whatever, it ended very poorly. So she's she went immediately to diplomacy, which would be the appropriate response. And Hugh. Um. <laughs> I just need to clarify something really quickly. We're in a dream state right now, and in Ren's dreams, he's, he's not a three-foot-tall gnome. He's a fucking giant, and he are you a giant in rampages the dream? in his dreams. Aww. So he keeps trying to take these opportunities to maybe do something like that, and they're never working, but he doesn't want to miss a chance. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hugh is looking for a way out. Um <laughs> He uh, basically sees a window, breaks the lock on it, and rolls out. <laughs> so for someone so terrible, unsuccessfully, he was scrapping at the window like a cat. Uh, this window is a dream window and doesn't open. It's one of those windows. Oh, or the door that you can't, you know, close in time. Like yeah, that. one of those. Or you're moving like you're in water. So each time you fail, it's a surge. So. 
search for me then? It'll be a search for everyone. But uh, Damon did succeed, and he immediately swords out, wins, pick up, and it just turns into a huge battle royale between no! the uh, the paladins coming for after him, or the guards coming after him, uh, and uh, himself who goes into instant offensive mode. He's very offensive. Yeah. He offends. And, uh, as Hugh tries to get through a window, Aurora sees that, uh, he kind of, he turned his back to, as, he, as he broke this lock and tried to open it, and it doesn't open, and she sees a blade come stabbing right in towards Hugh's neck, and Aurora, unable to control herself, throws her hammer to, uh, to deflect the shot as it strikes the uh, as it strikes this guard right in the neck, and you can hear the bone crunching crack of the neck as he falls over and blood pouring from the neck. As then they all disappear, and you find yourselves. Did we fail that? Everyone lost one surge for Hughes' failure. Oh, thanks a lot. That's a new painful mechanic. Wait, so we lost two last time. I, I just failed last time, right? So no, but that was fine last okay. time. It was a different mechanic. This is, yeah, got you. This one was more at risk. Because okay. it was Aurora. That blows. Aurora, you're a very risky individual. Some might say dangerous. Well, it's four total surges, but you can split it up how you, how you want. Oh, okay. If, if someone wants to take... Uh, you know, we can split one. a little later. It's, yeah, we'll, we'll go one. Okay. Yeah. You find yourself... In a, uh, like a medical ward of, uh, like a, what would that be? Um, a temple. Okay. Temple to, uh, Paylor. Uh, and there's a woman there. And with some, uh, with some nurses, some clerics, trying to help her as she is screaming. And you realize that this woman has a bulge in her belly. And it looks like she's uh, about to give birth, but does not look like she is far enough into pregnancy from what you know of uh, well, what women look like. <laughs> As she is screaming and the priests are trying to hold her back, and, uh, and you see that there's no one else here besides these people. Oh no, Aurora says. And hurries to help. Yeah. She doesn't know what she can do, but she will hold a towel or something. She's done that before. You delivered a baby? No, you have. Oh, me? You were in one. You gave a baby. Pardon? Aurora? Oh, you yeah, have but, a daughter. She, but she's not a doctor. It's not like just because you give birth means you know everything. Oh, yeah, about but saving you, you were still there. Ren's only read about this part in books. He's never actually, like, been in the Stand delivery aside, room. Stand aside, gentlemen. Aurora will save the day. Aurora again. thought it would be bad karma to have a devil in the room. <laughs> she had her kid, so he had to wait outside. You and everyone else. <laughs> But he made a good show at lighting everyone's cigars. <laughs> Damon's kind of standing, kind of a little bit enraptured by the flurry of fetal activity. <laughs> and as Aurora rushes over to help, as the woman is screaming and desperately trying to sit up from the table, she sees that this woman's eyes are a solid, like. Purple, oh, it's a an purple omen. color as she is. Uh, as her eyes are glowing. Everyone stillborn for a year or something like that, or 
early. And then she uh, she's like Not thrashing, trying to get away from yeah. the priests. And then you hear her screaming, "Kill me!" As she's trying to like sit up, and you see that just madness has uh, overtaken her as she's trying to throw herself from the table. Aura looks really disturbed. Is like uh, someone totally disturbed. Someone do something. She doesn't say specifically because her because her sensibilities are, are a bit too too soft for that. Perhaps Damon again super <laughs> caught up in the dream, kind of like 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 kind of almost like, kind of like moves like half a step forward, like his like hand drifting down to his sword, like almost answering her call for a second, kind of like makes that motion and then kind of like comes buoyant again and is just enraptured by this disturbing scene, as was said. Quite. Ren or Damon? Which of you oh, is... for sure. It's gotta be Damon, I mean, right? Ren's kind of... Unless, unless the... Unless the birth... The stillbirth really puts you off your game. No. You've been cool as a cucumber. Yeah, and seen worse in Avernus. Right, yeah. Look, <laughs> that's Tuesdays. This I mean, is, yeah. come on. I was actually just going to say that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Damon managing to keep his cool yeah, here on the stream. That's like an average Tuesday. Damon managing to keep his cool for the most part in the stream state. What's Damon's worst nightmare? What is his recurring... Sort of subconscious fear. Damon, subconscious fear is a combination of both both entrapment and invasion of self. So he, he, it's kind of like cages coming to to uh, to contain, to restrict him, and then kind of uh, and then also a component of kind of you see a kind of hungry malice, I guess, would manifest kind of eating into Damon and kind of uh, invading his his body and his mind. It's the ultimate kind of, like, loss of of, uh, of, uh, kind of independence and privacy and, uh, and freedom. Sort of being trapped in that thing when your soul is trapped? I mean, that's the definitely entrapment part, but then the illithid would be much more of the invasive part, you could say. But, I mean... Those are like the sum of his fears, and uh, there is, I mean, there is, I mean, if we had to choose events, it would be those events, but again, the culmination of his greatest fear is a combination of those terrifying experiences. Um, betrayal used to be his greatest fear. It's not ranking among this current experience. So how would you say that uh, anyone can suggest that this may manifest in some way in a Sort of physical way. Uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I would say it was a maybe an arrest or an imprisonment combining with a torture. So, all right, that 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 should be a hook. Unless you want me to be more specific and come up with something. As you see, this woman continuing to scream, screaming for somebody to kill her. As you see that. Uh, that on her pregnant belly that something is almost pushing to get out. Not in one spot, but all over as uh, as her stomach, stomach is... Or not stomach, but as her belly is, uh, is expanding almost in every direction. And she starts screaming louder and louder. You can see it turning a sort of dark purple as, uh, as she screams and you see some almost purple mist come out of her eyes. Yeah. Wow. Is everyone just standing there? 
Well, yeah, yeah, he is dumbstruck, like this guy. Yeah. Yeah, completely at a loss for the Tuesday night antics of Avernus. Yeah, Hugh doesn't really. Yeah, I mean, it's like, wow, that's, that really sucks. Yeah, Ren sits there and looks and goes, "Huh, that's that's a new one." I mean, give me a time frame for how long this goes on, because. Anything longer than like five or ten minutes, and Damon would probably be moved to kill this lady. It's going on for two, three, four minutes, five minutes. Set my threshold. I'm not backing down. He <laughs> <laughs> said, "Kind of like, yeah." Suddenly, you see her uh, her bulging belly. Uh, you see a seam just open up in it as blood starts pouring out and you see a purple mist start forming into the air above as she just lets out one final scream as then she goes still as you see her belly completely split open as this purple mist forms up into the air above her and it starts solidifying into this sort of amorphous deep purple mass and then uh, and then you hear a voice that resonates into your very bones as you hear, as if this voice were uh, were permutating or permeating. permeating across the entire surface of the planet. As it just as you hear him say, "I'm free." As then an explosion comes from this force, the walls around you are completely torn down. You see the uh, the woman that, that this came from. Is just completely obliterated as her body disintegrates before you, along with all the clerics in here. The walls are torn apart, and then you fall to the ground as you are on the second story of this building. And as you fall to the ground, you see that only a wasteland is left behind. And then you are once again standing in the wasteland, this like now freshly hot, burning wasteland. Uh, the entire building is gone. The landscape is obliterated in every direction. You can see that Perhaps this used to be an entire city, but what tiniest bits of, like, you know, foundation is left from any of the building is just almost nothing. As it's just the ground is still burning, and off in the distance you see uh, entire mountains get obliterated, and uh, and you see a lake off to one end, and it just gets burnt up. And then silence after this thing happens. Whoa. Was that it? Was that, like... The event. Someone had a baby? The womb. Could be symbolic. Look at Sadoman. What is it? Sadoman. to come back and then. <laughs> Was really disturbing. All around you, you see uh, burned into the ground like roaring fire in these big patterns as he was looking for. The three lines. You see this all facing you. 
facing huh. us. Damon yeah, I mean like that, to... as if like like yeah. that. Damon goes and tries to smudge one out. He doesn't like to look at those three lines anymore. It works. He's able to kind of smudge out the fire. Smudge out a couple of them. He can, but there are hundreds of them in, in like every direction as far as the eye can see. Does that look more familiar to anybody? So it's not just three lines. It's like a, it's like an upside down tower or something. It sure looks familiar. It's like the pyramid of stairs, dude. Oh shit! That's spot on. That's more accurate. Yeah. That yeah, that's for <laughs> uh, sure. Does Damon say this out loud? So no, not he's cool. He's so pants, he's so tamping out the fires, oh. but it dawns on him as he does. Well, that's Ren, bullshit. Ren stops for a second. <laughs> Ren stops as like the realization comes over him as well when Damon says like when Damon says that, and he's like, he just says, "There's Dune." And Ren like immediately stops and is like, "Whoa, yeah." And you know, that really does answer a lot of questions. The whole slaughtering all the other gods. Wasn't that was going to happen with Theris Dune? Wasn't that like the eventual threat when he did get out? Mm-hmm. And just turn everything to chaos and... Certainly yeah, this could be a Theris Dune scenario. Uh, that could fit. Or just shudders remembering all the fun times they had. Well, it took them so long to uncover like the truth behind the mm-hmm. Elder Elemental Eye, right? Mm-hmm. It was that letter that we finally got. Oh, the guy's like, journal. Yeah. Yeah. That well, that, that news d- kind of... It's like finding out you have a terminal illness. It's like, at least you know, but now you know. <laughs> so... I mean, it tell, it, I mean, it maybe says something, but it also doesn't say much at all. Because it the whole everything, we kn- I mean, Damon. That's the Damon. Well, we spent so much doesn't know anything about him. They knew. They I mean from that point, we found out very little. I mean, there's the whole the whole subject is so convoluted of of this guy. Well, there's, not, the, there's not much known. I guess that's the point, yeah. right? I mean that's I mean that's all basically we found out that even among in, inside their organization it was just like a huge trick all the way up to like the highest levels. And then we killed the Doom Dreamers and then had our cannons fired in, like that was all of our contact. Hmm. Wow. Is, <coughs> Thought we got rid of that guy. No, we just What's Ren's greatest fear? Attempts. Uh Ren's greatest fear. Um, Ren's greatest fear is the moment that he uh, his greatest fear is losing his status in Avernus and being on the other side of no respect. the hand well getting no respect is a huge bummer Yeah, burning in the depths of oh, hell right. is terrifying he's been on the uh, giving hand of that and to be on the receiving end is something he does not want to do. Uh, the moment when 
he and Aurora were in Avernus on the boat, and he had that sudden moment of realization, like, I'm on the way. This is it. Uh, it was terrifying. And it was one of the scariest moments of his life, and to have to go back to that would just about put him over the edge. Damn. Then you hear a voice behind you. Again. Always behind you. Condemnation. It is Victor's voice. You hear it first and then you see it. <laughs> he says, Now you know. You must stop it. Warn him. Tell Victor. Who do we see? Anyone turns around. Is it Victor? It is. Who are you, Victor? It is like that ragged, like, yeah. malnourished uh, Victor. Yeah. He just says, so you survived then. Barely. That makes sense. But I will not, nor will you, if this happens again. Again? Medium. Damon says, what should he do? You must find who caused this and stop them. Do you have any ideas? He says, look for the cults. Squeezes his sword. And then you see as the, um, like, the land that he's standing on, the land that you're standing on, splinters off as if uh, he's on his own moat and it starts floating away. And then you see ice jet up from in between the moats. Damon looks around to his companions, wonders about an old companion, Malik, who will be particularly interested in. Who will be particularly desirable in the days to come. He was a hell of a cult hunter. He hated cults. He hated cults more than anyone Damon ever knew. Killed them for pleasure. <laughs> he started cults Took just so he could kill it. people. His whole life was cults. It's awesome. He was like in the cult of anti cults. Then he killed his own cult. He was afraid of any cult. He just killed them all. So, wow, I mean, do the fires burn out at all, or do they just continue to rage around them? Fires are continuing to rage around, but now you see that more of the land is splitting as you see uh, ice form, and then, like, kind of a jagged. a jagged bit of land breaks off and you see a deep purple uh, like energy wall just shooting up into the sky as high as you can see. It seems like this entire place is sort of losing its cohesion as the different elements are fighting with each other. It's like the first time, I guess, throughout the whole experience with Damon shows a little bit more of a realization, a kind of a focus, as Aurora keeps using the word, uh, focus on what they're doing here and kind of like so he's looking around wildly, thinking to himself, or saying aloud, how do we get out of here? We need to go. You then see the mighty, huge form of Imix. Uh, just like stand up as if he was laying down, and he looks at all of you and starts striding towards you with his sword. Hmm. Screw this guy. Uh, he poops himself a little bit. <laughs> Charge. Then, looking from another side, 
you see coming from the ice is a massive golem. And as you see, each part of it is formed from another, uh, another entire living being as if it is created out of armored figures, each one of them emblazoned with the symbol of Arathis. Golem. It is an Arathis paladin golem. <laughs> Terrifying! Yeah! Come on. Is it, is it the golem itself also a paladin of Arathis? <laughs> No, no, it does not seem to be. It does not seem to it be. It seems to be just sort of an abomination okay like golem of uh, of these paladins. Gotcha. Because if it, it, it itself was a gold, was a paladin, that indeed would would have a storytelling worth telling. It's a paladin golem. How do you think Daemon's worst fear would manifest into a creature of some sort? Oh, a creature. Chain golem. <laughs> a chain golem would, would uh, be funny. Um, I uh, I think you could probably you could probably use Chengolm and probably use uh, in addition. Well, you could go something full of like very intricate and kind of complex mechanical kind of like invasive trinkets, almost like maybe the Eviscerator Beast, but kind of like full of like all very kind of like uh, kind of very spindly and it's like a golem made of like dentist tools. Like I see, also at the, <laughs> like hyper invasive and just a kind of like golem? extremely. I told you, golem, but like with a very much a, a twist on it that it's kind of like bent on invasion, invasion, and kind of like a drill beast. Yeah, uh, kind of. So made of like an idea to, to fit as well inside at the center of it is hollow. It's a yeah. cage. Yeah, it's meant exactly. to like grab someone, put them inside it, and then just slowly like. Oh my god! Start Absolutely. That like. Is- Horrific. <laughs> Horrific. Like, it's like a maybe even like semi insect like. Jeez. Clatters. Like, it's someone wound like it up. Like the, the spider chick in Coraline at the very end. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's man. <clears throat> but, like. Terrifying. You see this creature coming from another direction as it seemed to be closing on you from all directions. And then from the final side is. Two, uh, two uh, sort of devils that are coming. I mean, the type of devils uh, Ren has seen many times before, but he sees and he knows what these devils are for, and they are here to take Ren Huge. and to take him and uh, and bring him to the deepest depths of hell. Ren doesn't this. actually realize this at first. Ren sees him coming and says, "Ah." Back up, and then as they uh, as they draw their weapons and like they're almost like prods and and pitchforks chains. and and chains, chains and pit, pitchforks, you know, like the the devilish version of of uh, animal catch, uh, like yeah. animal control, coming towards wow. him. He sees them Hilarious. not stop with intent in their eyes. These are the he guys gets, who are the. He, sorry, these are like. The muscle that Ren usually carries with him and takes with him, and as they keep coming, he kind of looks at him funny and says, "Don't you know? Maybe you should. Maybe you should work on the chain golem first. See what see what, see what uh, see what you can do with him." And he kind of says it in kind of a like Hoping. uncertain voice, like, 
Uh, huh. Guys. They usually don't do that. It's me. Uh, and he says that to him. What do they do? He tries to give them an order. Uh, sorry. My little piece of flavor just popped in my head. Uh, these are the guys who, in Avernus, um, they're the souls that basically are being taken to torture. And these are the guys who go and collect them. And yeah. So as they're walking towards Hugh, he or Ren, he's talking to them, but they're continuing to walk towards him, but not saying anything. No response. Yeah. And when they keep walking towards him, that's when he starts freaking out because they're not listening to him. And Ren doesn't know why because they always listen to him. And this is not right. And this is not how things work, guys. And as they keep getting closer and closer, he begins to sweat and... Because Ren knows that there's a goes, hierarchy that you can't step out of. Yeah. And so like, they're these not guys, paying attention. These guys are so far beneath Ren, it's not even funny. And the fact that they are coming up on him Daring means something to... is wrong. And he starts to have another freak out like he did on the ship that one time. Roll mission. Not yet. <laughs> but now! <laughs> Let me put down a map. I'm going to roll it in Roll it later. Just Now's a good time for a break because I build the map. Sweet. Roll initiative. Put it in my pocket. Aurora. Twenty. Yep. Aurora's twenty-two. Wow. Yeah. Damon crushing it with the natural twenty. Ooh. The thirty-eight. Hugh. Oh. Okay. Thirty-eight. Hugh. I uh, hang on. I can't add. I, uh, I think that's a thirty-four. Okay. It's a 34. <laughs> Ren. It's above Ren mine. crushing it with a 2. 17. Alright. Shazam. Playing golf rules. I kicked Fit all your asses. asses. Dirty. Trashes. <laughs> Damn it. This what? It's to react. Yeah, as these creatures move in from every direction. Cornering you on the edge of this, like, icy platform that is constantly shifting and moving. Oh my gosh. This is ridiculous. Alright. Uh, got some something. Some trees pop up. <laughs> figure out. We got a shit ton of herd coming from Earth's ways. He's terrified of this dental beast. How about Dr. Some, Dennis. Uh, some, in- some information checks? Some knowledge checks, maybe? Temporary hit points would be great. That would be, but we're in no specific position to do that. Get, no. Get cozy. Can we, we could. D- delay? Or. I can get everyone but Ren. I get basically, yeah. No, I just, I mean, I think it's knowledge check time, probably. Uh, can you do the hit point thing later? Of course, I can. Yeah, I can definitely do it later. Then maybe. Well, but the problem is if I go down, oh, 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 well, don't worry. I'm gonna. I'll do it myself. I'm gonna. So, I mean, I'm going to kill Dr. Dentist or the Goladin. Which one do you, you guys, which one do you, or which one are you going to be on, Aurora? Whichever one looks more dangerous, really. They're, they, so, they're right. equally terrifying. I'll use <laughs> a minor action. We're just not jumping to any conclusions about the. I think I think probably focus firing is probably big at this point. Yep. Whatever it is, because there's there's they really like too many of them. Yes, yeah, so we need to choose. Knowledge checks probably would be good to see who's the bad ones. Like, 
because I think appearance is maybe deceiving at this point since it's a dream. If it's the little guys with the big swords. Like that guy could be a pansy and that dude's like the main boss. We have no idea. We don't know. Well, fine. I'm going to do a... Uh, Amex is probably the bad guy. I'll do... Could be. Just going to guess that. Let's see. Damon will do a check on his own terror before it fills his vision to the point of brimming with terror. And he will do a nature check. He will do a nature check to determine the formidability of the terror, of the documentaries. It's going to be a 34. Damn, I can tell that this, this, you know, like, golem of torture devices uh, attacks from range and controls the battlefield, threatening to uh, slow people down, daze them, and slide them if they get near. It is, uh, plus it has the ability to strike fear into somebody to, uh, cause them to fight less ably. Ably. Got a rangy guy. So a range controller from the sounds of it. Yeah, he's a a controller, a non-elite controller. Non-elite controller. Alright, well, that seems like a guy who could cause a huge amount of problems. And And could potentially be dropped fairly quickly. Yeah. So it says he can slide if I come by him, but I don't know. So, unless you guys want to try to get him, and I'll try to lock down this golem, and then Aurora can get whoever else comes over by. Well, I'm the only defender. Yeah, so. So, yeah. So, well, shit, you guys need to get your fucking pump up, too. Um, you could... I'm going to... Yeah, I probably should just give it to you and Aurora at this point. You could move and then... Well, I don't know. Yeah, you could move and then ready it or something. For well, ideally, it's standard, right? Ideally, that's true. Ready, you ready. won't get hit. Because we'll be protecting you. I'm move here. Hopefully. Am I moving on ice right now? No, it looks Is, like uh, So it's rough terrain? This and this, I think. I know, with the little triangle things. Old, yeah. Ooh, the big old thing? The big old thing? Rough terrain is marked by the rough terrain markers. Triangle, so yeah. Triangle. But you have enough movement to get in there, so that's fine. So, what? Ren is like last on the initiative. Things could get really heavily shifted. No, I should just pop it. If I'm ready for Ren getting here, then you guys get, get moved out. Lose the or, well, hang on. When does Aurora go? Um, I'm 22, so probably after the bad guys. But before Aurora or after? Or before Ren or after? Ren are about the oh, same pot. Before Ren, for sure. He's 17, I'm 22. Um, you could move up to here or something, or stay where you were, and then have Aurora come over. Yeah. Which would be before Ren. It's the same thing, though. If one of them gets shifted. Hmm. It's true. I'm, I'm gonna pop it. Okay, so come. you and Aurora get their uh, healing surge. As. Uh, we'll describe. Damn it, allows the, uh... It allows his vision to become filled with the terror of the, uh, infernal, or I guess the kind of evil, invasive devices of the mighty kind of towering 
torture beast in front of him. And he, Wait, he sums me. it up. He pushes away his fears for a second so that he might consider the true nature of its threat. And in doing so, retreats to uh, bolster his allies in what will sure be, surely be a horrifying combat indeed. Carnage. The winds flow out and uh, mix with his allies. Alright. Who's next? Cool. Um... How far away are you? So you guys, you both have a plus four power bonus to your defenses against the fear. He occupies that square, so. Nice. Oh, that's... that's one, two, three away. Plus four? Okay, yeah. And you all have a plus two bonus to your nets. Three. Nice. Okay. Um, Q moves up to here. Also three away, unless I'm crazy. No, that's correct. Uh, minor actions him. Corey. And then uses... Uh, it's a range guy, so I'm going to move closer. We'll use Fighting Volley. Why not? Decent damage. Okay, so Corey's and then attacks mm-hmm. the Torture Beast. Yes. Ooh, not bad. Pair of 15s. Like that. Um, not too bad at all. So that's going to be a... Uh, what was that? 30... 42 or something? That was a hit. Cool. Awesome. Hey, you. Um, so good damage. damage. I don't know what? Crit damage. Yeah, those didn't crit, but I will. This I fight. I'll tell you just in case. Yeah, just tell me every, tell me every time. Yeah. Okay, Last few a, combats I haven't done crit damage when it's I was a monster crit. next, so why don't you go ahead and describe your attack? Okay, cool. Um uh, upon hearing Daemon basically shout out this thing as some kind of range controller, Hughes looking for something he can pick off quick because they are outnumbered at the moment. Um, as he goes in for the kill, just uh, trying to anticipate this thing's movements. And uh, send it two shots that it can't avoid uh, as it damages the fine metal things. This arrow striking it in some joints uh, as it's sort of a shambling torture thing. Monstrosity. It's awful. It's terrible. Pretty, pretty bad. The stuff nightmares are made of. Yeah. So many right. small hinges. Definitely not sugar and spice. Definitely. Uh-huh. And everything nice. Nothing nice here. And that thing from Coraline, and that gross dude from Lost in Space. All those things. Who goes after Sam? Monsters. It's not monsters. Oh, okay. So, eight, eleven. Right. Okay, so then. Oh, you guys aren't very grouped anymore. Nope. Huzzah! This big huge Imix, uh, holding his huge fiery sword, reaches into this just burning inferno that he steps out of. He steps down there, just reaches into the burning inferno, and then hurls a fireball at inferno. Ren, damn it! <laughs> what? 
<laughs> the one guy who didn't get the temporaries yeah. gets the shaft. That'll be a fiery hurl. Thirty-one versus reflex. That will miss. Yes. Cool. Good for you. Good. For now was that a fiery throw good or for fiery you. vomit? It was a fiery hurl. <laughs> yeah. Fiery Chuck. Looking for clarification on that particularly Define hurl. To Chuck. Baseball or hurl like Wayne's World? (laughs) Oh, uh, hurl like baseball. (laughs) I said he reached into the thingy. He reached into it and he saw something really gross. (laughs) My scout collection. Alright, and then... uh, Yeah, that's it. That's all he got, Amix. Then, the big Dr. Dentist, as he has come to be known. Air Doctor. Pan Doctor. Doctor Meister. 36. He will... Just as this huge golem just opens its arms, you see, just as if intricate, like, machinery opens up, you see torture devices pop out of, like, in multiple ways, expanding. It's just the most horrific thing as he makes a gesture to move towards Hugh and Ren. They find themselves terrified as, um... Stupefied. As this, uh... As this mighty creature threatens to just torture them. And uh, here it is. It's a will attack. Oh, it's a 45 uh, versus Ren. A 38 fear attack? versus Hugh. It's still no. a fear keyword? Uh, it's not. That's unfortunate. That 38 wouldn't have hit Second. me, but the 45 definitely will. What count? Never mind. Uh, we have plus two to defenses from you right now, apparently, yes? You do! That puts me at 37. I'm not going to get a plus two from You have a plus probably. four, don't you? From him? That's no, versus fear. Only versus fear, so yeah, oh, that I hits as well. Was All right, well, let me double check then. Yeah, it's, my, uh, uh, my copy of the creature does not seem to have the keywords in it. Well, so yeah. I look it up in the compendium. Cloak of Courage does what we all know it does, and it gives you a plus four bonus to defense against fear effects, which is great never, except maybe now. Here's damage. Yeah, this is not a uh, fear attack. Well, it's psychic. Yeah. All right. Kind of useless ability. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. That's, I mean, thanks yeah. That. Well, same thing with the <laughs> the the sever the source. It like gives them that vulnerability, and they can't heal, which could be great. In very specific yeah, for the number of things that actually heal. Yeah, half of it should heal. Uh, and then it looks so. Oh, the damage for that attack is twenty psychic damage and days save ends. If you were missed, you still take half damage. Okay, they didn't have that roll. I do. Good. Twenty. If I, I can remove that from you instantly. You don't. Oh, it did not hit you? It then looks at Ren as it makes a gesture to clearly indicate that Ren is next, hoping to... Dishearten him? Dishearten him. That'll be a 39 versus Will. Plus 2 to your next. That is going to miss. Yes! Really? 
Yeah. My will is 39. Oh, wait, right, that nice. hits that you hits then. 39. Plus two. Oh, sick. What? What? Aurora? Uh, so those are both uh, recharge powers. Nice. Aurora is up with Ren on deck. Yeah. Okay. Get the goal to get in. Or Imix. Do a knowledge check on Imix. Okay, Aurora heeds the shouting of Damon, who's right next to her. There's no need for him to gurgle the goose quite so much. Knowledge check. Ooh, 19. That's going to reveal some information. What kind of knowledge check did I use? Probably religion. Religion, yeah. That makes sense. 35. Religion, Aurora can see that this... Uh, this manifestation of nightmare imix, which is uh, quite different from the real uh, like aspect of imix that you had fought before. For this one is just born from like the deepest fears of uh, that imix was, and and you know from Hugh's mind, you see that this guy he's just a soldier. He is an elite soldier, in fact, and he threatens to just come forward, deal a lot of damage, try to draw fire to him. He has uh, ignore me. He has. Blast att- or he has burst attacks and he can throw uh, lava as a recharge and he's got uh, he's got his uh, f- flaming greatsword which will uh, do decent damage and mark and push his Ooh. ability to push people away from him. Okay, well, okay. if we just stay away from him for a while, one, two, three, four, five, six, I can get to him or get to Mimix. One, two, three, four, five, six. I'm equal distance from either one. Take your pick. I mean, we're trying to kill guys. She's gonna go towards this guy because get the gullet in. One. <laughs> I'll get. One, I'll two, get in next if we need four, to because I do damage on miss. Six. I know they have great armor. And if she charges, she she's gonna charge into ice. Uh, let me see. You okay. can move to a place where you're not charging. Oh yeah. Is there a way? One, two, three, four, five, six. That's still. You have to charge. Like, uh, in order to get. I just want to. Let's see, hang on. Sorry, I should have thought this through. Six. Yeah, if I... If I... You have to charge at least two squares, so... so you could do, like... One, two, three, one, one, two, Six. three, four, five... Can I charge to this square? It has to be the closest square. You can pretty much charge to any square. Well, you, you want to minimize ice squares, though, right? Yeah. Six. Go boom, boom. That works. Is that yeah, okay? yeah, you can go so one, two, three, four, five, six, charge, boom, boom. Okay. If you don't have to charge to the nearest square, I don't know. It's I a big ass do. creature. Gregor, were you paying attention? Uh, no, I'd be what do you need my question what do you need my advice? Can for? she do this? One, two, no, see one, two, three, four, five, six, and then charge one two to be there, as opposed to charging. As long as she's getting there. closer with every one. So that increases her distance from yeah. For this three attack, I'll say that it may be a slightly different to one. Yeah, that works. Uh, yeah, it's the same. Okay, yeah. so she charges. She gets him. closer each time. She charges him and attacks because that's a move. Uh, unless the standard was the knowledge check. Nope. As Aurora gets closer to this creature, she finds herself just becoming more and more worried as she charges it. She sees these paladins of Arathis that are making up its body that, like, her steps falter slightly as she, uh, you know, there's a part of her that doesn't want to strike this thing. All squares within two squares 
of this creature are rough terrain. Can mm. I? So I can't charge them. You can't. Uh, you can because you only charged about two yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's just rough terrain. Yep. Yeah. Cool. And you only charge like two squares, so you had enough. Is. But had you not, had you just tried to walk up to him, you would have been able to. Twenty-six. That could do it. Uh, that's a thirty-four. It's forty. Oh. Nope, 40. 26 plus 13. No, 39. Sorry. 39? <laughs> I saw that, that as hits. a 14 for some reason. Cool. Sweet. She cleaves into this thing with her hammer, trying to pry the paladins apart, hopefully getting to the juicy center that is probably evil. You know. Free the paladins within. She'll do her damage. And it is subject to my divine sanctione. Do you have to use an action to do that, or no? Nope, that's part of the power. Cool. Divine Sanctioned! Beatrice? How do you like that? Power okay, begins. got your Divine Sanction. Is that your whole turn? That was... Minor move... Charged, so. sta- yeah, minor move standard. Alright, Ren, you are up okay. while Aurora well, does describes. Okay. So how'd you kick his ass? Um, she... Did a running slide, so she ran here, slid, kind of like stopped and did a skidding attack as she came up underneath uh, one of the globular, awful arms of this armored creature, and she caught one of the uh, shields that one of the paladins was death-clutching, managed to rip it off, and as she did so, kind of imbued some of her divine energy into it as she struck it, marking it to her. The end. <clears throat> Your turn. Okay. Ren rolled a save for his days. At the beginning of his turn. Because I can do that. And Did he passed. He passed. He got a 12. Well done. He's going to move here. Uh, rolls a 44 uh Versus fortitude on the Doctor Torture, Doctor Dentist, Doctor Dentist, forty-two, forty-four, forty-four. That hits, uh, and he's going to do a knowledge check against. I'm in the devil's head. Yeah, we haven't done him or either of these two. Anything? I didn't okay. something about those devils. Coming Let's do it about the devils. <laughs> so that's going to do. We're going to do an arcana Not check just to see if we can devil. figure out anything. That's a 42, a natural 20. Well done. A natural 20 knowledge check. Oh, on who? On the devils. devils. If they're the same, they may be different. We don't know. Lower devils. Bren, see that these devils prefer to fight from range as they want to burn the flesh off of their target, exposing the soul underneath, and then take them back to hell. At least these dream versions do. They have, uh, they have deadly, uh, Ranged burst attacks, and uh, as well as as well as bolt attacks, threaten to do lightning and necrotic and fire and necrotic and a lot of necrotic damage. Also, when they are up close, they can touch and drain the health to heal themselves. Ooh, nasty! Uh-huh. Uh, also, anyone that ends their uh, turn within five squares of them takes ten necrotic damage. So keep away from those ones. Do they have? Or do we need another check? Do they have any resistances? Uh, yeah, they resist a lot of necrotic damage. Okay. Are they elites or anything? They're immune to disease and poison. Nope, they are non-elite artillery. Okay. okay. Um, 
then with that, Ren's turn is done. I will roll damage and do flares. So, Ren, <clears throat> who's up next? Yeah, who's up next? Uh, after Ren is uh, enemies. Okay. So, Ren, uh, after getting dazed, just kind of shakes it off really quick and uh, looks over and sees the devils over there and recognizes them very well from his time in Avernus and cries out to the rest of the group and tells them exactly what these guys are here for and what they're capable of. And uh, all the while, he's backing away from the massive metal creature uh, as he digs deep and sends a volley of shadow bolts right at the creature to try to uh, kill it. And as the bolts fly at it, they hit it right in the middle of its cage thing and just bounce around on the inside of it, much like a ricocheting bullet would bounce around inside a metal box. And as it bounces around, you can see it denting bars and and breaking off pieces of metal and stuff like that until it finally uh, subsides. Or subsides. You just attack this dude? Yeah. Cool. I'm going to do a meteor reaction combined fire. As it... Let me roll it first. Decent. That should probably do it. Um, 20, 30, uh, 41 plus 3. Then I'll hit. Cool. Um... Give you damage for that in a second. So as uh, again, it is stunned by Ren's. What did you say you hit him Mirage? with? Just soul bolts. Cool. Uh, soul bolts, stunning it and displacing it. Hugh takes the opportunity to again uh, send a single arrow, piercing deep within the cage, striking at the core of the thing, um, and doing some nasty damage, which will give you in just a second. Boom! Boom! immediate reaction to you attacking him. No, I can slide him, him back. To do it. So. There's no reason why not to at this point. Actually, yeah, and that's not going to try to get to him in melee. You slide him forward to or back? Well, if I slide him forward to, that puts him right up on Hugh's... Sideways to? Yeah, just yeah, leave him there. Slide him that anywhere. Easy I don't want me to get him. Leave him. I don't have to slide him. Slide him into the fire. Yeah. Good try that. Do it. Fuck it. Fire. Fuck Two? Bring no, forward you one. bought him way more than two. No, so, no I didn't. Where was he? Here? He was there. So, so he was that's one. one. You moved him three. Oh, yeah. That's two. Two. Bring forward one. Damn larges. Uh, I'm huge. Huge. I don't think he's one way from you. Uh, okay, so hang on, so... I don't think he's at the edge of the board. One? I think he was. He was. Okay. So, hang on. Where was he? Right there. So, one... One. Just pick one of his corners and just decide where you want. So one, two. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. As the fire rages around, it seems to have no effect on him. Okay. Worth a gander. Uh, five plus three plus 
before I'm gonna do Corey. Cool, how's he looking by the way? He's looking fine. Cool. He, he looks, a lot of damage. He looks relaxed. Uh, Me. Yeah, I did some damage. Randus did some damage. I'm about to do some more damage. Oh. Well, he's not looking so great. He's bloody. <laughs> oh, cool. That's very different from he's fine. Um, Good news, guys. So that's 20... 48... All right, well, the well, paladin golem, you what? see as the frost moves up, towards its leg and you see each of the paladins like their faces contort as they freeze and then moving down the arm formed from these paladins just becomes solid ice as then the huge creature swings at Aurora. Swing, better, better. Uh, let's see. Here you go. <laughs> nope. 31 versus AC. How does Aurora block? With her... Dragon shield! Raxus bursts from her, her gauntlet and deflects it with a nasty biting, but it it, kind of, it moves through the arm and just contorts it backwards as if uh, wrenching someone's arm in an unnatural position, which belays the attacks. And then as that happens, the entire paladin at the end of the arm just shatters into a million pieces yeah. as it falls to the ground, as then just another paladin like grows out of the stump of the arm. Gah. Hmm. Groladin. Some horrible chia pet of evil. And then... Groladin. Groladin. See? See? I told you. It then uh, uses an action point. What? It has an action point. Again. I don't think okay. we. Okay. Thirty-seven versus AC. Um, versus AC. That'd be yeah. nice. That will hit, except she's going to use an immediate interrupt. Um, her shield triggers when she is hit by an attack targeting an AC or reflex. I get a plus two power bonus to the targeted defense for the triggering attack, and I can spend a healing surge, but I'm not going to. So she does not get hit. Nice. Alright. Again, again, the Raxus is still wound up in the arm, and actually is able to cause the attack to swing wildly over her head in an obvious, like, arc that totally doesn't work, and Raxus is actually flung from the arm in the process, unable to do that again. And, uh... Gets five temporary hit points, but she doesn't need them because she has a bunch more. The devils. She just looks up at it defiantly. Uh, yeah, you can see that it's trying to like move away from this edge and trying to push Aurora towards the edge behind her, but do it. Aurora is just deflecting yeah. it masterfully, yeah. not taking a single. She goes, I uh, got this one, hit. guys. The two devils across the battlefield point uh, point to Ren and Dalman as within ten. It would Easily. Uh-oh. That doesn't sound good. Not quite easily, but still definitely. No. Um, he points, and you see the flames of Avernus uh, and of the very bowels of hell uh, just spontaneously explode all around Ren and Dalman, threatening to burn off their skin. Here is... Ren's doing a trick. The black... <laughs> Ta-da! 
the black flames the amazing Ren. to both Ren and Dim. Blah. Blah. <laughs> uh, we have 32 to Ren and a 44 to Wait, do we still have our, yes, our twos? Yes, you do. You do. It's And it misses Ren. Yeah! Ren breathes it in and Glowy just divine looks light. at the devils and says, You dare try to strike me down with the powers of my lord? You try to strike me down. However, Ren still takes 13 fire and necrotic damage and ongoing 10 fire It's fire and necrotic. Oh, and necrotic. Okay. 26. 26 fire and necrotic damage to uh, oh, the Dalman. Also, 15 fire and necrotic damage, and you grant combat advantage to save ends. Both. Can you take immediate reactions uh, on your days? No. My damage didn't happen. My what? last one. What? I forgot about that. Sorry. What? Really? What happens on you the miss? Because you may have it back. Your thing cuts off. What happens on the miss? Don't you roll a save? Or did you roll that a save? That was after my turn. It was a immediate reaction. I was reacting to him attack. What happens on the miss? I thought you had Half damage well. and ongoing I can, was, I haven't Just had a turn yet. That. It was after my turn. Alright, you guys got your damage for that one? I heard you. I listened to Yeah, 26. So 13. Okay. I have a resist ongoing now. Then the... Stupid multi-damage type. Then the other one points and more flames burst around Funny you two. That'll oh, be 38 on. and 35 versus reflex. Oh, this yeah, time it's... Damn it. Is it by two? No. Okay. Because you got combat advantage, so it's actually at 37. Uh, not with their bonus. Yeah! Alright. Uh, Disco Aurora. You great uh, combat advantage? Singed from the first oh, attack... Damon nimbly rolls, throwing his cloak over him, which Ooh, brings standard. even the vilest of the uh, necrotic black flames. Alright, however, you still take half damage. Yep. Half and it's standard. 34 fire and necrotic damage, and ongoing 15 fire and necrotic damage, and great oh. combat advantage. So Howie. now I've got an ongoing 15, not Instead 10. Okay. 10. So I take, we take, I take 17 from that one? Yeah. Ren is bloody. Do you have any super that powers? Jamin is up with Hugh on deck. Quick, turn do into a dragon. They get things with bloody. Do you want to continue next week, or do you want to continue going? What time I can go one more round. It's 11.15. 10 or 11.15. But, yeah. I can go one more round. Okay. Unless one round's not going to make a lick of difference, then we can just stop. Well, I mean, one round's going to make one round of a difference. Usually. That could mean a lot. Okay. You may drop a guy, but that's... Okay. Then, in that case... Damn it. To save against his uh, ongoing damage. I love that. One round, you didn't add one round right? difference. What? You didn't add it in, right? Okay. I did, and then I removed it. Excellent. 15 damage. 15. Okay. Take my ongoing damage. Um, and see, I'm going to use a healing word to heal both Ren and myself. So, Ren. How, you, how many hit points do you have? Currently, I have 58 out of 125. You get the 6 die. So you get 11, oh nice, 16, 20, 23 plus your surge. And you have a plus 2 bonus to attacks until the end of my next turn. And then... I get almost top nine, nine, and 
Okay, that happens, and it's a minus of a move. You can throw down the standard at some point, I don't know. You can throw down the standard. That's a standard, though. <laughs> sure is. Yeah. It's standard for the standard. Well, a couple of options. Oh, sorry. You can make okay. it all, like, abstract, because we're in a dream. Battle standard. Entire Thunder Strike. <laughs> yeah. This guy has some sliding. I don't want to be slid into that stupid fire. I don't want to be slid. Yeah, that would be Not me. uncool. So I can move. Yeah, I could uh, throw some lightning bolt, some uh, lightning bolts. Just get a little extra damage on that guy. Or just Only if you shot go to, I'll go toe to this guy. So uh oh. I'm gonna come over here no. next to this dude. I'm gonna move. I thought we were focusing fire. Yeah, this guy's already able to get on. do very little, and I would risk myself if I came up for melee. Why aren't you coming up for melee now? For a on this guy. one, yeah, because he can slide when people get close oh. to him. Just slide me in the fire. Yeah, it could be potentially very. I don't bad. want that. Okay. I'm coming over uh, to you this guy. Uh, yeah, I'll probably back. Uh, Imix, and I'm going to take a couple shots at him with the twin strike. Uh, one's a three, one's an 18. So one was probably going to hit. Yep. Um, and I will end my turn. So I'll get you damage on Imix. Okay, you. Okay. Take him out. Um, I'm dazed, right. Beginning of my turn. Oh, one. I get to roll yep. my saving throws. And I make it, definitely. Yeah, see. Cool. Um, minor action. Gonna quarry Imix. The Imix looking fellow. Um, he's the second nearest. I can do that. Okay. Um, he's gonna shift back one. Does that any weird shit happen when I do that? Nope. Nope. Cool. And then he's going to use. Let's see. Everybody else is mostly bad. We'll use pinning strike on him. Two attack. Pin him with your strike. Pinning strike has a terrible reputation for rolling terribly. Pinning strike terrible. does have a. I'm aware of the reputation pinning strike has. Yes. Um, 38 AC for the first one. That'll hit. Cool. That works at least. And then the second one is going to be a thirty. Targets in between shots. No, I've only been attacking him. All right, it's gonna kill him. It's gonna kill him. Yep. Oh, nice. Yep. Wait, so you can I change targets between shots? I asked you. You said no. Oh, I thought you said did I? No, I said can you? Oh, yeah, I uh, think so. First shot's gonna kill him. Okay, cool. Um, second shot's gonna go towards Imix then. It'll probably be a miss, but that will set me up. The guy's not elite. Not elite? Yeah. Um, I mean, do what you want, but this is a soldier who has high AC, or high defenses, and he's elite. Okay. Uh, we'll send that one towards Hemi then. Um, okay. So, uh, he hits the mechanical thing in an attempt to uh, pretend it's removing at all, hoping maybe the fire is doing something, even though it doesn't really look like it is. And you say it kills it? Pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, are you doing your flavor now? 
Um, yeah, that was all the actions. I'm just going to roll damage, but if it's... Who's next? I, mean, I can... Yeah, the, the doctor damage. So what did you roll against the... Uh, really low. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Like, uh, 29 AC? Gotcha, yeah. It will kill the, the doctor, uh, the doctor torture. Okay. Doctor um, that thing was delicate. Yeah, it'll do... Like a little bird. Seven over... So, three... Yeah, it does like over 20-something damage or more. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so, um, as he sends this aiming towards uh, one of its kind of the big joint from one of its limbs to try and keep it from moving, uh, it just severs the thing, and the thing just falls over. Maybe somehow still twitching, but just completely out of commission as it just is broken and lifeless. As Hugh's arrow has shattered its limb. What's that drawing on your thing? What? The green. Oh, void. Because that was a, didn't actually happen. Oh, you voided it. I didn't want to confuse myself later. <laughs> That's a good idea. Okay, so that was. Woo! Give him back his mark! <laughs> Damn, man. Feels. lightened. Yeah! And, uh. Feels better. And more. And as he kind of focuses in with a kind of glee and grim determination as the doctor dentist of his nightmares gets hammered into oblivion by Hugh's pounding barrage. Meanwhile, the creature from Hugh's nightmares swings Ah! mighty great sword. Thanks a lot, Hugh! At Daleman. Here's. Why couldn't you have thought of bunnies? 34 versus Ah! AC? No. Alright. No. Damon jumps no, nimbly as the trying. huge flaming blade sweeps under him and continues to tear at the uh, flaming uh, skin. He then strikes in again with a double attack. Snap! 35 versus AC. Oh. No! <laughs> Stop trying, Damon says he goes beneath another one and comes up slashing at the wrists. The flamey wrists. Um, uh, the embers, and he's, he hacks at it, kind of like cracks form showing molten blood beneath and kind of dust of like sped coals drift off settling lightly on Damon's quickly moving boots quickly moving spends an action point and strikes in again balls oh no this time welcome back Another dodge as Damon rolls backward, <laughs> the fire blade passing half through the ice in front of Damon and half sunk into the earth, causing the earth to blanch and burn as it as his blighted ground spreads out, flaming and necrotic. And strikes in again for the double attack with a 41 versus AC. Fourth. Disruptive strike! Fourth time? Is it a charm? Ah, four. Oh, what you get? So badly. It's not gonna. I mean, it's gonna be six plus twenty six, thirty two. Not as they see. He's a soldier. So plus four. Still full plus four. Thirty five. Uh, thirty five. No, yeah, it's, it's probably plus, forty. Awesome. No, it's not gonna work. So then, forty one versus AC hits. Forty one should hit. That'll be thirty four fire damage and pushed two. Okay. As Damon finds himself marked. pushed, and then threatened to be pushed over. The edge into this seemingly bottomless cavern. My saving throw? Bottomless. Nope, didn't make it. Four. As you see, Damon 
get hurled over the edge. Hmm. I float over the edge, though. Don't worry, you float. I have boots. You can yeah, fly. so what do your boots do? I can never. I can float down and never take damage from falling. Right. So, so you float down into eternity. <laughs> can you fly, though? Uh, eventually. As with encounter powers, like on his next For turn. For like five minutes, you no, float? No, not as encounter. Well, yeah, I mean. Basically, <laughs> the boots have flying in them, but their property is... What are they? Daleman! You see him He's a falling boss. from above. <laughs> <laughs> falling down into the midst <laughs> of the fire. Yeah, fa- uh, falling at first, but then, as Daleman does, <laughs> yeah. he, um, you know, Daleman is never one to fall out of control, and you see him floating down, but floating right into this raging, uh, this raging inferno below. Starting your turn in there will deal 20 fire damage. Okay, so I got 34. I'm marked, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. Could he somehow get it where he's falling slow enough to not have hit the fire yet before the start of his turn? No. Nah. Okay. I actually roll for how high he fell from, but he has slow fall, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Aurora, and then Ren. Okay. I don't know my boots uh, But those are my boots. Keep doing what she's been doing. Let's see. This guy is going to boots. be attacked with. Oh, there you are, wing boots. Yeah. You always take no damage. You take no damage from fall, always land on your feet. Always land on your feet is always just as important. Always land on your feet? Always. You, like a cat. Inferno fall. Mm. God damn, I really wanted to land that. You don't, you don't, no one needs to make dodging. a. No one needs to make a saving throw, right? Nah. Oh, wait, and then he, of course... Oh, yeah, he took 8 damage from my missed attack. Sorry, he goes... 1, 2, 3... You might want to get out of there. <laughs> Ooh, that's bad. Dicks everywhere. Just one big one. There. Have you replaced your boots? As Imix. Are you right there, Aura? Or are you, you right could here? Use no, it. not in the ice. Could. Oh, right I see. But do you have any other immediate yes, reactions? Yes, as uh, Imix charges forward, getting closing a distance between Ren right and Hugh and himself. <laughs> so, Aurora. Um, does a thirty-six versus reflex hit? Hit what? This guy. The Paladin Golem. Yeah. Thirty-six reflex. Yeah, yeah. that'll hit easily. Golden. Yeah. Target is blinded. Is it rain? By the radiant light, it's a burst attack. Cool. So, it's blinded, takes a buttload of damage, and that's exactly what happens. Aurora raises up her hammer, thrusts it into the general facial area of where this thing might have a head if it were an actual creature, and as the light bursts from the hammer, it just blows into this whole thing, and where the seams are in between the different bodies, you can see the kind of light delving into the creature instead of coming out of it, and you hear it like a weird gurgly wail is it just kind of seems to be damaged by it and hindered by it as it takes some damage which is also radiant damage alright don't know if that means anything special for this creature but it's 3d12 so whatevs nice another one one more please well done Hugh Dice uh I fell into the uh, so right. You're going right. 
Okay, so Ren is going to shift here, mm-hmm. and then he attacks. It's actually, is that a rough train spot? Oh, no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, he's going to attack the golem, Paladin Paladin golem, uh, with a burst, but it's not going to hit Aurora. And oh, and Aurora shifts. He crits. Nice. Which means you, then... Mm-hmm. If he can push you, you may want to be there, because that's no, Edge of Oblivion as well. Which means <laughs> then he is blinded, and so am I. Um, I think he was already blinded, which is something Aurora did, too. Yeah. I blinded him, I blind. yes. Super blind. Double blind. Uh, <laughs> is there anyone that we still need Very a knowledge fair. check on? No. Uh, we have not or actually done a knowledge check on the golem. Okay, why don't we do a knowledge check on the golem? So only one cold damage. Did you get the I'm 8 going, damage? Right? No, just 10 cold damage. Oh. Did you get that 8 damage I did to uh, Amix on my miss? No. Yeah. Uh, just 8 damage. So. That's a 41 arcana check on the... 41 golem. Arcana check on the paladin golem. You know this paladin golem has this aura of cold energy. Everything within two squares is... Difficult terrain also deals 10 cold damage if you start your turn there. Uh, it is also a super dwarf in that it resists um, slides and gets I'm a super dwarf. when it becomes prone, if it's being knocked prone. Wow. It has a rechargeable ability to throw ice bolts to slow people down. also has a mighty, uh, um, a mighty attack that does a bunch of damage. Mighty? It does a lot extra damage on a crit. It is a brute, so it is just wow. about... Um, soaking damage and dealing a lot of damage. Hmm. Low, low, defenses. low defenses, typically. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, I've got this guy locked down. Yeah. Okay. So uh, then. Are you guys gonna focus on this guy now or my guy? I'm Your focusing guy. on this guy. My guy. So that's the end of my, my turn, guy. and I'll just do flavor now, and I'll give you the damage in a second. So uh, as Ren is backing away, if I could, I'd love to kill. These while Imix is coming in on him, he, he can hear the sound of. Aurora battling behind him and just the sound of metal clanging on shield and and hammer smashing on armor and he turns around and pulls a a salt crystal that he picked up from the salty wastelands of Avernus last time he was there and hurls it across the ice and as it hits the ground right in front of uh, Aurora Actually, it doesn't hit the ground in front of Aurora. Aurora puts up her shield as it strikes her shield, and all of the the energy stored from this shard, this crystal, just this elemental, this this chaos energy explodes out. Um, Aurora's shield blocking it from her, but it just blasts the chain gong. If I may add something, yeah, because Aurora's shield is actually her dragon. The dragon okay, catches right. it in its mouth and just plunges into the golem. And it just all of the I forgot you have your shield. And it just explodes with all of this uh, elemental chaotic energy that uh, that was stored in it from pulling it across the plains, uh, dealing a buttload of damage. One buttload to be precise. So that's gonna be Let me look this up. The paladin golem then lifts up one of its legs made of paladins as it just snaps and kicks towards 
Aurora for a 35 versus Reflex. On the icy snap. Ooh, versus Reflex? Snap, that's cold. It's a cold snap. Do you get your own plus two bonus? I do not. And that hits Squaw in the Reflex. reflex That'll be 34 damage and pushed two and knocked prone. Although you can save that, potentially. So you can only be pushed one if you want. Save? Oh, yeah. Just push two and roll a save to avoid being knocked prone because you're a dwarf. No! She hasn't been doing well with that lately. Well, it's the last two. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. He's blind, right? He is blind. blind. So it's going to be a minus five to his attack. Oh, 30. 30 versus reflex. No, he still does hit because she only has a 30. You got a 31. No, that's that's a 30. 30. That's a shite. I would like 31. Can, they, can anyone give me 31? Like if I had still some kind of yeah. super bonus. Alas. Alas, alack. Parting is so sweet. Ah! I chose to do damage to MX. Then oh, you 34. see this blinded creature. All of the paladins that make it up, its eyes yeah. are just like iced shut as he just, uh, just flails around as you see just like ice and snow and, uh, and icicles just shoot forward in a huge blast in every direction. So this will not have a minus four because it is a blast. Watch out for the stalagsicles. <laughs> it is a huge blast, but it will only attack Aurora. This guy is elite or non-elite? Sorry, I missed that. He's elite. <laughs> he is elite, okay. That's what I thought. He had not That'll be a 30 before. versus reflex. Okay. Okay. Two. That, well, we know that that hits. No. Um, that's fine. That's fine. That will be 25 damage and ongoing 10 cold okay, damage. Okay, so five of that is absorbed by the temporary hit points that she got when he hit her the last time. So 20 damage. Hold on for a second while I write at least some of that down. And 10 cold. Ongoing 10 cold. Save. Oh, I saved on my ends. ongoing fire and a crime, by the way. Okay, thank you. I believe I have it. Alright. All written down. And oh, and I'm immobilized? And immobilized until the end of his next turn. His next turn? Hmm. I wonder if there's anything I can do about that. Nope, that one's. That one's just too hard. Oh well. That's fine. And so I get another five temporary because he hit me again. And yeah, that's that. Alright. But I only take one. Because I have resist nine. I'm going. So I'll just write that in now. Let's see if I say it. Ah, yes. I do. Moves there. Actually, he moves there. He can move to about there. As each of them. The two, uh, the two devils move around the fiery inferno that Dalman is uh, currently in the middle of, living in, seeming to uh, sort of cut off his, uh, his at least his close ways out of the inferno, as they then each throw a dark bolt at Dalman and Ren, one each, each. So here are your dark bolts. So dark. Here are the first two bolts. Boom. Oh, 44 and a 45 versus reflex. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. 
That'll be 23 lightning and necrotic damage to each of you. And the other thing doesn't happen because it's not adjacent. Thank God. 23? This guy's hitting hard. You guys got the 23s? Yeah. The next guy, his two bolts are a 33 and a 29 versus reflex. Not a problem. Two? No. Hey, yeah. And they hit. 21 lightning and necrotic to Ren. Ren is bloodied again. Yeah. These are our two non-elites. They're going to drop the fastest. I think if we can get them off the board next, that should be a goal. Okay, and... Maneuvering kind of kind of just has a Well, my... I have a question. Okay. If you crit on anything, does that trigger crit effects? Uh, what do you mean? Well, what did you crit on? Yeah. If it's an attack, yeah. Well, what kind no. of crit effect? Um, the crit effect is a, just a class feature. It just says, when you crit... Yeah. It has to be an attack. So that is a feature of a crit <clears throat> is only a thing that can happen on attacks. There is no such yeah, thing. Yeah, you don't have like a crit on like a saving yeah, throw. I thought, I thought we have a crit on a death saving throw that makes you pop up. That's not called a crit. That's, That's when you If you get... roll a 20 on that throw, something happens, but it's not called a crit. Okay. We cooler. call it a crit just because We're colloquially everyone game. calls a natural 20 a crit, but yeah. uh, a crit is actually only on attacks. Yeah. Officially. Uh, that is the end of the turn. Cool. And as these nightmares press in from every direction and this just maelstrom of different sorts of terrain, you see it's just getting crazier and crazier as uh, the moats are floating off in every direction. You realize that what you're seeing here could not possibly be any sort of real thing. It is only the sort of place born from the your disturbed mind of four combined nightmares all uh, clashing in at once. We'll continue next week. Cool. Dude, you I win like the nightmare.